order in the court. We've got a special guest, a professional bailiff. So Greg and I are a little nervous this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. Of course. And that's it! What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere to lead the pack. You both know this is completely fucked up, right? Yeah. Of course. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. cow we are back for another episode number 17 holy goodness gracious i can't believe that we made it past four are you serious at 17 number 17 this week and we're going to commemorate number 17 because it's a prime number i think sure why not um we got a special guest this week that nobody out there in tv land has heard of before and i'm going to introduce him because i have known this guy literally his entire life and um, welcome to the show, Mr. Ash Bishop. It's great to be here with you, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, that sounded so fucking corny. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Trying to play it all smooth. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Appreciate you having me. For, for any of you out there, I mentioned it last week, this guy makes me look silly when it comes to being silly. So we are anticipating a good time today. Uh, he's my brother. I love him to death. And uh, we, we're happy to have him here. And also, we got, you know, Mike with us today, too. Well, yeah, like, like you're going to keep me from showing up. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, that it's, you know, your guys' picture in the wall and you wearing that bright orange. It looks like Dumb and Dumber when they had the suits. Yes. Like, you know. Yes. Can um, I do the little tap dance for you? Whack, wax them in the back my, of the knee. My toenails need some attention. You got the <laughs> grinder handy? Sitting <laughs> here putting out the vibe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sit here and put out the vibe. Yes, it is finally nice to have the ash hole in here on the podcast finally because I'm sure he's got a lot of fun stories. Oh, I'm sure he does. Anybody who doesn't know, he's a police officer. Uh, he's a bailiff in, in Hillsborough County, so uh, he, he's been sitting here tickling our funny bone for the last 20 minutes. We haven't even been able to go on the air yet with it, so... But anyway, we had him on. We're going to talk about some goofy shit and probably end up talking about some more goofier shit. And, um, a lot of goofy shit this yeah, week. Yeah, we got some crazy stuff. I think I want to start it off. I'm going to start off with my rant and my oh rave this boy. week, if you guys don't Everybody mind. Everybody settle in. You know what time <laughs> it is. Uh, it's, time, it's time for Charmin Corner, boys and girls. This is a real-life Charmin episode that I had yesterday. Get it, girl. And I'm going to tell you, I was <laughs> fucking pissed. I know. I had about 15 to 18 texts to prove it. Oh, my God. All right, so uh, for anybody out there that don't know, I'm, I'm an electrician. I have my own electrical company. And um, sometimes we are stuck with trash that we just can't help. Uh, you know, one time I had, uh, we were doing some fans for a customer. We had four fans, and she asked one of my guys, you guys take these away. And he didn't know what to say, so he said yes. So I got stuck with four boxes of fans, right? Typically, it, leave it up to the customer because I'm not your garbage man. I'm your, your electrician. So I did a job where I got stuck. Um, with about 85 fluorescent bulbs. Okay, you're not supposed to throw those in the grass, in the garbage because like they like the kind, the kind that David Letterman would throw off the roof. Yes, yes. For you older listeners out there. So you know, I try. <laughs> <laughs> the hell's a fluorescent bulb? <laughs> <laughs> so we replace them all with LED bulbs. But then, what do you do with these bulbs? So um, they have a recycling center here in Pinellas County that's run by 
Pinellas County. It's owned by the government. It's owned by the government. They run it. They mandate it. They set the rules. So this everything. is an important part. The it's government. owned and run by the local county government. This is the government. Okay. Yes, I have to pay for them to take my garbage away, and then I have to pay to take them garbage that they won't take away, which seems perfectly fair to me. Sure. So we get up yesterday morning. It's a little bit of a slow day. It's kind of rainy. I said, hey, my garage, I open up the garage door. Shit's falling out all over the place. I said, we got to get rid of some of this trash. So we threw us all in the van. So you have to take the fluorescent tubes down to the chemical recycling. Go ahead. Say it. No, no, just keep going. Keep going. Because you know how it is. When I get a stupid, funny visual in my head, I can't stop. I got you. So we get in the van. We got on there. And we're going to the chemical recycling section, which is different than just the dump. Because that's where you have to take things like televisions, electronics, paint. So I pull up and I drive a, a, a Chevy Express 1500. It's a big van. And I pull up and the guy says, uh, hey, how you doing? And as he's talking to me, two more guys come walking out. They are literally standing there with their dicks in their hands. They are doing nothing. First of all, taxpayer money, well spent. Local government. The guy walks up and he goes, hey, what you got? As designed. Well done. Yes, for sure. Yes. He goes, what do you got? I got, a, I, got some, uh, I got some fluorescent tubes I need to get rid of. He goes, oh, how many you got? And I said, oh, I got quite a few. And he goes, oh, oh, um, let me see. So I open up the back door of the van, and there's two boxes there, and they're just light bulbs everywhere. He goes, oh, oh, wow. No, we can't, um, we can't take those because um, we don't have a permit to dispose of those. So we have a subcontractor that comes in on the second Wednesday of every month. You have to come back then. You are the fucking hold government. On, hold, what hold permit on, do you on. need? Time out. Let's back this truck up. So you're telling me that you threw Cletus such a curveball with these fluorescent tubes that he didn't know what to do and they have to pull a special permit to dispose yeah. of this trash. You know what he says? He says, I can take eight of them if you want. I'm like, nah, fuck it, man. I'm good. I'll keep them. Eight. Eight. Out of, out of how many? Out of like 85 or 90. So I have a question. Why couldn't you have given him eight, done a Yui, Come and back. gave him eight more, and just drove to that bitch all Cause day? Because you, you have to sign your name and stuff when you drop off hazardous materials. Make some shit up. I would have said, "All right, Cooter, right. Well, we can do yeah. this the easy way, or we can do this but the hard what, way." What permit are we? What <laughs> permit are we talking about here? What, I, what permit? You're the government. Hey, you're the dump, dude. Have you not learned anything by watching Parks and Rec? Did uh, Ron Swanson teach you? Ron nothing? Swanson's quite as well. Well, it gets now. The it, local government is trash. It gets better. Okay. So now I need to get rid of the fans. I'm like, I'm here. I'm going to at least get rid of these fans. I got like six fan boxes, and I got four or five light fixtures that I just <coughs> need to get rid of. I can't put them in the garbage. So I have to go to another dump. It's a different dump. And I pull through. I had to pay to dump there. And he says, follow the blue signs. So I follow blue signs. I'm driving these back roads. I get to this big building. It's just a, a large roof. And inside, they've got this wall that's about four and a half feet tall, this concrete. And you just pull up. You throw your shit on the ground. And then you leave. And then they come with a front loader. They push it up against the wall. They pick the stuff up. They take it over. And they dump it in the, in sure. the, in the, in the big bins. Seamless. I drive up. The sign says, do not proceed until told to do so. I said, okay, no problem. So I'm sitting there. I'm waiting. No big deal. They're busy. I get it. This cat pulls up in a golf cart and goes, yeah, come on in. Come on in. I'm like, all right. So I pull in, and I go over there, and I park. And as I get out of the van, I get accosted by this dipshit with a safety vest on going, hey, the next time you come here, you don't pull up over here until I tell you to come in here. And I said, yo, man, that, that guy over there told me. He goes, there ain't nobody over there. I said, yeah. There's a guy over there in a golf cart. He told me to come in here. Oh, he's not supposed to do that. I said, how the fuck am I supposed to know that? <laughs> For those of you at home, Greg's face is redder than his red shirt. <laughs> he's so angry. Long story, <laughs> long story short, long story short, this is why I fucking hate the government. But well, I'm sure they'll nail health care. But, now, this is important. Two things. 
one, I I got to tell you what I was thinking. I <laughs> tell me this story. Two, why do you think so many people just dump their shit into random dumpsters anymore? Who wants to deal with that mess? That's what I said to the guys. I'm like, I, I hate to be the guy that that breaks the rules because, because I believe in rules, but fuck this. They're going to my garbage can now. Greg, you got to stop playing the nice guy role because it, it's not going to get you any, anywhere. Oh, it gets because me something. Guess what? It's long and hard and in my ass. Yeah, and, and, your, and your blood pressure's through the roof. What what movie was it? They were beating the shit out of each other with the fluorescent bulbs on the loading dock. Um, oh, Forty Year Old Virgin. Larry, boom. Yes. There you go. <laughs> go stand out front in front of Pinellas County government. Hey, can I get a permit <laughs> that for beat this? The hell out of each other <laughs> with fluorescent bulbs. That. See, that's why you should have brought those home. But the oh, reason I got them, they're in the garage. The reason I would. Are they really? Absolutely. We'll beat the shit out of each other oh. on break with some fluorescent bulbs. <laughs> so someone may have to take a shot just for entertainment purposes, so we can post a picture. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm picturing with you saying you have all of these fluorescent bulbs is just going up on your roof and throwing them down one by one, acting like you're Zeus. (laughs) 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 Just throwing down lightning bolts. Paint them yellow. (laughs) Just Oh, my God. So thank you for indulging me, everybody. But that that is our our Florida story and Charmin Corner for the week. I have two other minor ones, but we'll get to them in good time. I've been fortunate or unfortunate enough to go to the Pinellas County dump a few times for work, and it's it's glamorous. It's amazing. Because guess what? If you were to dump those 83 tubes into a dumpster locally here somewhere, Mm -hmm. just dump them on your way home, guess where they're going to end up? They're going to end Same up in, goddamn in, place. in the landfill. Yeah. So are they going to have to pull a permit when they're separating the trash? No. They, they, that's, that's what blew my yeah. mind. What blew my mind is you are the government. You're the county. You issue permits. As an electrician, I deal with that shit all the time to sure. get inspections. You I know what permits. it means to get a permit. Guess who issues me the permits? Oh, that's right, the municipality that I'm working in. So basically what they're saying to me there is that they are paying somebody my tax dollars to come in one day a month and take the shit that you're paying your tax dollars for to run the landfill. So they're paying somebody to do their job, but they are not doing their job. That is so frustrating. It sounds like if it gets any worse, they're going to run a baseball team out of town. Oh, my God. No. That's called a segue. Yeah, it is a segue. (laughs) I'll let you bring this one up. Um, Yeah, I was – I believe I was at lunch today. Yeah, I was at lunch today, and I was just, you know, as I always do, looking for good stuff to talk about here. On Bleacher Report, it was like – you know they have the different subjects, fire, like the the hot tot like stuff that comes out that's super big. Sure enough, and it simply says Tampa Bay gets approval from the I'm paraphrasing gets approval from the MLB to split the season with Montreal, and I was like, what? Like the Rays are just gonna like? So I of course I read the article and basically to sum it up, <laughs> Tampa Bay Rays are going to play the first half of their season here based on this article I read on Bleacher Report. They're gonna play the first half of the season here in Tampa Bay for all 30 people to go watch them. And then the second half of the season, they're going to play the rest of the season in Montreal. So what that means is if they get into a pennant race, which they very well could this year because they're a damn good baseball team, and they get down to the last 30 games, 20 games, 10 games, whatever it is, and they're in a huge pennant race, your home team here in Tampa will be playing up in Canada. How do you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. <laughs> Which all I right, mean, it's I it seems <laughs> like it's a general perception I, you know, around here. I grew up watching the Marlins. I was happy when we got the Rays, but it's just I I'm, I'm sorry. They're all overpaid crybabies at this point, and it cost you too much to go to a damn game anyway. And then I think what a big problem was that added fuel to this. The reason and another reason that people are just aren't are not going. It's not just the stadium sucks. The owner wants the 
the citizens down here to pay for the stadium. Yeah. That was a bad move. It, it was it was a horrible move, especially after they screwed us with the, the Bucks doing it to us. So you already have a team <laughs> playing in a crap city that people are already historically not going to. That I mean, that probably took up, what, past couple years that really started to happen yeah. noticeably bad? Yeah. yeah. On top of that, the owner's going to come out and say, hey, I want to bring a brand-new huge stadium on the waterfront, and I need you to pay for it. And yeah. I, know I know you're not going to the games, but, hey, it'll be on the water, and it'll have a nice glass roof. Well, well, go ahead. The issue I have is the, everybody says the stadium sucks. I don't think the stadium's honestly that bad. It's not the worst I've ever seen. It's indoors. You're in Florida. Why have an open-air stadium for baseball in Florida? I understand it's well, nostalgia. It's nice. No, they, it was going to be closed, but the top of it was going to be glass. Yes. So you could almost – which. But I'm talking about the trop. The trop is – yeah. It, I agree with you, Ash. I've been there many times, to, to, of course, when the Tigers are in town. It's not horrible. W w the level of horridness that people make the stadium out to be, I went to the Nassau Coliseum to see the Wings play the Islanders up in Lo on Long, I Long Island, the way they say it. Hey, forget about Back it. Back to Kanyad. That place. That's Boston. Is uh, a dump. Close. That's <laughs> the northeastern <laughs> part of the, the country. <laughs> the Nassau Coliseum, <laughs> where the Islanders played at the time, is, I don't even know if they, I think they have a new stadium now, but that place looked like somewhere that I would go play with my buddies in a 30 and over beer league. It was bad. It yeah, was dark it was. in the in the hallways. It just it looked like the state fair was there the week before. And I'm like, this is where an NHL team plays. But the Trop is not as bad as people paint it out to be. It's in a bad area. Tropicana Field is fan friendly. The, it, it's easy in, it's easy out. It's, it's it's generalized parking. It's right by the interstate. It's air conditioned. The, the seats are nice. It's big. The the thing that people don't like about Trop is the player amenities are not what you would get at like a Comerica Park or down at the Marlins New Field. But you know what? You can remodel that. I, I'm sorry. I don't care what you say. Right. The thing that upsets me about it is that the guy doesn't, the owner, uh, does not pay any players. He doesn't get in no big names. Uh, they, they don't have a player on that team right now that's been here for more than three years. No. All right. They don't do shit for the fans. You go to a Lightning game, and it's all about the fans. We did this. We gave this scholarship away. This guy gets a jersey. Right. We let these kids skate on the ice. They don't, they don't do anything. And the son of a bitch says, hey, we've got a good idea. And, and I know for those of you who aren't local here, you're not, we're, we're, try, we're kind of talking about something that's Tampa specific. He says, we're going to build a new stadium. And right now the Rays play in St. Petersburg. We're going to build it in Tampa over near Ybor City. Where at four to five o'clock every day is goddamn bedlam as far as traffic goes. Gridlock. Bedlam, and your games start at either seven fifteen or one thirty in the afternoon. Right. And he wants to build a, a stadium that has these plastic tiles on the roof and goes. It's only going to cost one point eight billion. We can pony up four hundred. We can pony up four hundred million for it. And I was like, you know what? Pony, pony and, this up. And now, guess what? Now they're going to play half their season in Montreal. Yeah. Which, and I'm guessing. If when it's all said and done, the Montreal Expos will be back, and it will be the Tampa Bay Rays. Well, here's the best part. Montreal is going to have a team that is either in the playoff race and probably nobody's going to show up because the Expos were not a bad team when they were there. But if the, if the Rays are back to what they, they were in a, in a year or so, who's going to be excited about a team coming up to play half their season when you're already 15 games out of first place? And that's what I texted you and Richard today. I said, and the sad thing is, because I know there's a lot of younger fans, that younger Rays fans, because they grew up here, that, that they grew up with the Rays like I grew up with the Tigers. You know, it's, it's, that's their team, and that's who I feel bad for, are the kids that aren't going to be able to go watch their favorite baseball team. Yeah because of all the stuff that's happened, and it's no fault to their own. The, the younger fans are the ones that 
I genuinely feel bad for. But the owner, I mean, he, he can eat a dick. Yeah, he could. And, if, and if it's going to call – I mean, if he's going to move the team there or sell the team, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. But to me, it looks like a first a first step of that happening. Uh, it, they've been, they've wanted to. They've talked about it. The problem is, is that they actually have a lease agreement with St. Petersburg uh, until like 2028 20, or 20, something yeah, like that. It's like another 10 years or something. Right. And and just like Le'Veon Bell, he's not happy with what he's got, even though he went ahead and signed the contract. So you know what? That Go to Canada. Yeah. Cool. In the in, Sorry. In <laughs> based on attendance, no one's really going <laughs> to care. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to upset Ash. Uh, he's a Steelers fan, so Le'Veon Bell. You know what? You're better off with him not there anyway, because James Conner's going to crush it this year. I hope. Fuck the Steelers. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I, we That's we know you would. I would. Ben Roethlisberger right. would, with or without your permission. Right, as long as you're in, as long as you're in a bathroom stall. Too soon, and there's no video evidence. <laughs> no video <laughs> evidence. <laughs> right. All right. On to some more happier news. Yes, please. We need happy. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm gonna bring some. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the heat. The Game of Thrones hangover has started to wear off. You know, the people that are my, like myself love the series. Uh, we're sad to see it end and all that stuff. But the prequel is now filming, which means that we. If I'm guessing correctly, should get next year, which is awesome. And I saw that it was cur- it started filming last week or earlier this week, so it's underway. So that's good. That's coming back. Yeah, we'll get we'll get something. I mean, yeah. let's let's hope they don't. Well, mess the story. It up. And I know we talked about this a few weeks ago, but the the story is pretty solid. It takes place like ten thousand years prior to the ri- your right. It's going to be all new. It's going to be. Very similar to what Star Wars is doing. The, the next trilogy coming from, oddly enough, the Game of Thrones guys takes place thousands of years before the trilogy. So this story is going to be when the wall is built. Um, I believe when the wall is getting built. I, I'm not too sure, but the children of the forest get cre- are, are there. They create the, the Night King and the White Walkers. With their Molotov cocktails. And then they, yes, those, those flaming balls were awesome, weren't they? Flaming balls are always awesome. Yep. Right, Sandusky. There's already there's already an online petition for Jon Snow to be in this series, <laughs> so we'll see yeah. what happens. We'll get to the petition, idiots, in just a second. I'm lost. I haven't seen a single episode. <laughs> you haven't watched a single episode? Hell, I got a six year old man. I've seen Teletubbies and all kinds of shit, but no Game of Thrones. All right, we're gonna have to work on that. That sounds like we a can, we can try. Yeah. So that's good news. <laughs> we we have something good coming. He sent me a text when he was listening to the Game of Thrones episode. He's like, I got no idea what y'all are talking about, but it's funny. <laughs> You're lost. No idea. No, that's all right. Nothing. Someday, hey, the the nice thing is, like, someday if you ever start watching it, the, you can just go through the whole thing. You don't have to wait for shit like we did. And honestly, it's not that I never wanted to. I just never got started on it. It's not that I don't. I ain't gonna like that. Or I don't care about. It. I just never got started on it. Yeah. Well, you gotta remember too, though. This started nine years ago. Right. HBO, the Game of Thrones did. Yeah. And back then, the streaming services weren't like they were now. So you had HBO, had HBO. or you didn't see it. Exactly. Right. And who the hell's gonna get HBO season five and go? Oh shit! I can't wait well, to watch Game of Thrones. That's also the reason that's the most pirated show I think in history. Yeah. Wh- which makes perfect sense if you think about it. Well, how, somebody with said how popular it's been. Somebody said on Saturday Night Live it was pretty awesome because the uh, episode three, the battle for Winterfell. Yep. Seventeen and a half million people watched it using just three HBO Go yeah. codes. <laughs> Which, <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> that's probably solid math. I'm sure it was true, and that's probably a little high. So yeah, we're probably closer to two. A little bit. <coughs> uh, no, another good thing. Speaking of comebacks, The Avengers is coming back in theaters next week. Yeah, with it's a little tasty treat for for fans. Supposed to have a deleted scene. What a tribute to Stanley. There was. Nothing specific that I read, but it said it's going to have additional content. 
it, they're not calling it an extended cut, but they will say it will have more stuff in the movie as well as the way Kevin Feige put it, a treat for fans who stay through the end. Right. Which is a, and it's an extra scene at the end. Nice. So the big question is, will you go back to see the additional content and see what they put at the end of the movies? No. 100% I'm in. Well, I know you are. But I have the AMC membership. Yeah, so it doesn't it cost it you anything. Nothing. It cost me sixty nine fifty. I can stroll into that bitch any th three times a week if I want. Did you see Endgame yet, Ash? No, and I was talking to Richard about that, and I want to see it in theater. We talked about that at the party. We were at it. I just don't know if Little Man could sit through it for three hours. That's So leave his issue. ass at home. Wait, how old is he? Dude, that house would be so screwed up <laughs> when we got home <laughs> if I left him there by himself. How old is he? He's six. Six? That's borderline. There I have his attention for a solid 30 seconds. So I heard a rumor that Nana and Grandpa live next door. Okay. They do, but I, I can't take control of them. Yeah, they're it's clubbing a, and traveling it's a three and all hour movie. stuff. <laughs> He's six years old. You're familiar with Benadryl, right? Or yeah. Southern Comfort. Yeah. yeah. You just keep giving him some of the pink candy, and he'll sleep right through it, no problem. You won't, you won't even hear a peep. He's yeah, look at he's thinking like I'm what I'm this contemplating that. I'm not contemplating good. being an orange in the next morning. But the he likes he likes the superhero movies. He loves them. So I don't. I'm telling you right now that movie does not stop. This is what you do. Take it from a, a a movie veteran. Go Sunday or Saturday morning when it's not as busy. It's not going to be as packed because this is the second run of it. Yeah, it's yes. You go on an early Saturday or Sunday. You know <laughs> if if you've got a you know free three hours to kill, and you just take him to that one. That we don't have to worry about it. He's been saying he wants to see it. We saw the last one. God, I can't remember the name. Infinity of the last War. One. Infinity War. We saw that, and we were on the Disney cruise, which was great. How do you not know the name of the Dude, why did you bring him here? You'll see. <laughs> you just give me time, you we son of a bitch. Give me time. He's Ash, Ash has got, like, he's got a little bit of stage fright. I can, I can see it in his face. He, 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 he keeps wanting to say he's something, but he's all nervous. Hey, guess what? We have said whatever we wanted. There's been no repercussions. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you just go ahead and relax hey. and be you, and if, this is, this is going to work out If there out was going to be repercussions, it would have happened by now. Hey, Seriously, sure. Saturday or Sunday morning, take him to an early show. You're gold. You're not going to have as many people. You don't have to worry about it. If you have to, to get him up, take him somewhere, come back to your seat, no problem. Okay, it's done. We're going to go. Done. See? Awesome. That's what I'm here for. We're going to do it. I expect you to come back afterwards and tell us how you liked it. I'm going to come back and tell yeah. you how I liked it. Absolutely. All right. Awesome. And then we're going to start your ass in Game of Thrones. What? Okay, Who? so something I, I saw today that I want to know what you guys think about this. So the Women's, women's World Cup is going on right now. Yes. It, the Women's World Cup is essentially, it's essentially the Olympics. They just can't do soccer at the Olympics because it's so big and there's so many teams and there's so much qualifying. So they took soccer out of the Olympics more or less. More or less. I'm fine this, with that. Yeah. They, they do have soccer at the Olympics, but it's not, it's not like the World Cup. So <clears throat> I noticed that they've got all these countries that are playing each other. Finland, China, Thailand, Nicaragua, Zimbabwe. And then there's this, this Wakanda team. is in yeah, it this w year. Wakanda. They, yeah, the, the, the national team for Wakanda. Yes. There's a team there. They're from the country USWNT. <laughs> and I knew what it was. But I'm just being sarcastic. That stands for the United States Women's National Team. That doesn't stand for the United States. That doesn't stand for America. That doesn't stand for greatest country in the world. It stands for we're a bunch of conceited bitches. We need our own special little moniker so that people understand that we're women. You know what that means? You, that just means the soccer needs to get its shit straight. You're the, you're the USA. You're, USA, you're the done. Move on. I don't understand why that's even on there. That blows, it blows my mind. The me complex in so many things these days just makes me sick. It does. It's, you're playing for the USA. You're in a World Cup tournament. It's a world tournament. The country you're playing for is the USA. 
it's the USA. But they don't support support the commander in chief. That's the issue. Well, that's what it comes down to. In more or less, I am so over athletes that are trying to just intertwine their hatred for a president or whatever. And it, we, we, you know, we just we never go political on the show ever. Not that we can't, because we can talk about it reasonably. But I'm so tired of athletes, celebrities, and people that are just they put more energy into hating Trump than to supporting their country. I can't stand that. And one thing, I mean, this, I mean, it, it's it's something you could never say out in public because it'll piss a lot of people off. We get this gay pride stuff for a whole solid month. In Veterans Day is one day, and Memorial Day is one day. Oh, absolutely! Kiss my ass. I, I just, I, it is what it is. I don't hate people for doing it, but the the morals of this whole scenario to me are completely ass fuck backwards. There's a, there's a lot of things out there that people want people to accept, and I understand that I don't, you know, I don't, I don't talk shit about people that are, that right. are, that are uh, homosexual. I, I, don't, I don't care. That's your life, and if that's what you want to do, then good for you. That, that's why this country is the greatest country yeah, in the world. I don't judge Ash right? nothing he does. Right. No, it's my <laughs> choice. It's my choice. But, but I, get, I get tired of <laughs> – <laughs> there it is. See, here we there go. There it is. I don't like people trying to leverage their beliefs on me. Like, I don't care if you're for abortion or against abortion. Right. Georgia passed the law, and now we've had companies talking about how, well, we're not going to film there if you don't get rid of that law. Don't don't leverage that. The people voted or the Congress voted for what they wanted, but yet you go and film in other countries. Right. That that's not legal in. So I don't I don't I don't want that. If you want to have a discussion about that stuff and say, hey, we don't like this, but Stop leveraging well, let's me. Let's not forget, too, that these big companies go film in countries that treat their citizens like absolute yeah, dog shit. That, that kill people for being homosexuals. But that's okay. Yeah, because it's over there because we're yeah. getting a tax break over there. It's, so, it just you know, and we don't like to get political. Mike's right. It's yeah, just, it's just it, it, it really it really upset me you know, being having been in the Marine Corps. We got a sheriff here. Uh, you got your boy in the Army. Both my grandparents were World War II. My father was yep. Vietnam. My grandfather, and, too. And, and you got these people that are over there talking about they they are they are literally making bank playing for the USA but refuse to be acknowledged as USA and yeah, it, it kind of pisses me off it's 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 pointless to get upset over shit like that but it's hard not to like i, I think the lady's lady's name is Rapone. is that the the, the short blonde haired yes. i want to see your manager haircut yeah i think okay. so yeah she she like considers the national anthem an insult now great don't fucking play yeah Go somewhere else. Go play for Canada. Go, yeah. go play for Wakanda. I don't care. You know what? If, if if the colors on your jersey, if you feel that way, take those colors off your jersey and go do something else. We can't go back to Wakanda. Y'all blowed that shit up at the end of Infinity War. Yeah, go work at uh, Wawa. You, you know what I mean? Go, yeah. go do something else if you don't like wearing those colors. Or actors that tell you who you should vote for. Or yeah. Pro football players. Or it's 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 yeah. funny. That's not that's not your job. Go play football. But yeah, it's. You know what our job is? Our job is podcasting. Yes, and it sort is fun. Of. We're not so going to shit out the park. <laughs> right? <laughs> Crushing it. So another thing that really made me smile somewhat, I watched episode three of Swamp Thing last night. Oh, damn it. Here we you go. Richard again. You know what? I'm, I'm not even going to beat a dead horse over it anymore. This show is fantastic. And I told you guys, I can comfortably say after three episodes, Swamp Thing is the best DC property in my opinion, it's my favorite thing DC's put out over all of their movies. Anything that they've done, all their TV shows, all their movies, 
Swamp Thing is my absolute favorite. I've been three episodes in. It's that good. And the reason, it, I mean, they s- you can tell, and I know money was probably an issue with this show because they, I guess they overspent. So instead of just throwing in the white towel or throwing in the towel and quitting, try and get it back. Like, try and boost up, the, try and find a home for this and s- sell it to Netflix, for God's sakes. Sell it to Amazon because it's, this is a movie-quality show. And if you think I'm lying, watch it. Well, I guess maybe that's why I haven't gotten into something like Game of Thrones or anything like that because for a while there, shows would come out and halfway through the season or at the end of the first season, they cancel them. Yeah. And it's funny. You be, you're right. It, it just, you know, and you have a show like that that you really like, you really get into and you enjoy and they cancel it. But at least Netflix had the common courtesy to cancel it after the show came out. Like after you had a season or two, then they got weak and, and can't like all of our Marvel shows. Yeah. Punisher and Daredevil specifically great shows they canceled it for whatever reason this show not even a full episode out yet and they cancel a little bit different because netflix drops the entire season at once right so they would put it out and after a week or so they'd see it didn't get the response they wanted they'd cancel it but yeah you do you do 10 shows and and you drop the first one they they play the first one and then they're like oh we're canceling originally supposed to be 13 at the last minute there was an article that uh, the guy that plays the swamp thing character is the same guy that did Jason in the remake, and I think it was in 2009 or whatever it was, the most recent one, which was actually pretty good. His name's Rick M- Rick Mears, I think it is. Super big guy. He was like, they came in last minute. They're filming the last part of the season, and then DC comes in and says, hey, we cut it from 13 episodes to 10. you got to figure this out in about two weeks. Here you go, writers. Good luck. And they were all panicking, like, oh, what? Like, what? And supposedly they they pulled off a great ending and we'll see but it's it just makes no sense to me it's, it's I got crazy. I got an email um, yesterday to our, um, our 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 website there what and it looks like DC is going to shut down everything they've got going on on Facebook because they got some guy who keeps sending these posts to them on their on their replies what and I, I'm going to read one to you and it says here's an idea for you slapdicks that canceled your best show. Spend less time advertising a show we all know and love. Put your 10-cent brains together and figure out a way to save the one goddamn thing that makes us happy from your shit show company. Just a thought. Was that you? Did well, you do that? I. Well, we have a bailiff here. I'm going to take the fifth. <laughs> I plead the fifth. This guy has been sending me photo screenshots <laughs> of the stuff he has been sending to DC online, and I literally almost swerve off the road hey, because I, I text and drive. I f- firmly believe that if... You feel that good, that strong about something? Let them know, man. Absolutely. Just let them know you're there. Start a petition. Oh. That I will not do, but I'll I'll make my opinion <laughs> quite noticeable on their Facebook page, which I have done. That's another fun one that we saw today. The show Bad Omens. Speaking of petitions, yes. nice job, Ash. Well done. You transition well transition done. like a pro. That's it. The show Bad Omens uh, is, I guess, a book, and it's about the apocalypse. And uh, uh, basic premise is an angel and a demon get together to try and stop the apocalypse. Bruce Willis in it? Uh, probably not. Harry goddamn Stamper wasn't in this show? No, he wasn't. That's Jeez. a shame, right? It's too bad. So there, there's a group of Christians... Um, and I don't say that derogatorily. I'm just saying that they it's have they have a belief. It's in the article. So, so it's a group of Christians who have started a petition to Amazon. No, they started they it petition to petition Netflix. They petition Netflix to cancel this show 
key part of the story. And the show's on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> that, to me, I, I wish I had it still pulled up so I could read some of the comments, but I can sum it up this way. Al- almost all of the comments were started off by saying, I'm a Christian, and this show's awesome. Yeah. Like, the, it's, there's more <laughs> people out there like us than, like, this pe- petition group of people that have infected the internet. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't matter what you believe or who you are or what you like. There's a sect of that group that are wackos. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I mean snow cones. There is a s- group of crazy ass bitches out there that like snow cones. Right. <laughs> There's a a good example of that to, and this doesn't go to that extreme because she's a very good friend of mine for a very long time, but it, it reminds me of when the Da Vinci Code came out. I love movies like that. Yeah, it's it's fiction. The first page in the book, if you open up the book cover, this is a work of fiction, okay? What, what, long story short, the movie comes out, I go nuts over it because I'm like, this is a great like mystery, history-type movie that it's fun, like uh, National Treasure. I mean, yeah. th- that's a fun movie. That, no, that's real. Yeah, that, well, that actually happened. Yeah, I, I know. It's one day I'm going go to was in a movie to find that switch. It was in a movie. Right, so it's true. It was on the internet, too. Everything's true. But anyway, that movie comes out and she liked movies, a lot of stuff like like I did, and and somehow that came up and she said, I I refuse to see that movie. And I love her to death. Like I uh, I'm not gonna say anything bad about her because I just can't. But in my head I'm like, how like okay, even if you're the most if you're the Pope, the Pope's gotta like a good movie. Especially a movie like you think they'd watch that just to see like, oh, you know, that was that was pretty good. Yeah. That's a cute spin you put on that. Yeah. If anything, it's just a movie. Yeah. It's an entertain. It's just a movie. This show isn't intended to change your belief system as a human being. It's meant to make you stop having a belief system for a little while and then just enjoy yourself. You yeah. Uptight pricks. Yeah. That way you don't have to get drunk. You can just watch a movie. Yeah. Exactly. Why do you think we love The Office so much? Just oh, turn your brain off so and good. laugh. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Speaking of speaking kind of like stuff what like you that. do in court, right? I just completely go. You blank. have to just laugh. At I, the bla- I, of I black idiots. out. I black out. I mean, I, I, I stopped go thinking. <laughs> you. St- <laughs> I, stopped <laughs> 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 I mean, you fucking whiz that thing. <laughs> you've got the best of both worlds. You work in the courts, so there's just dump trucks, loads of shit coming into that building every day. Tons. And it's Florida. Yeah, you you have you should just come down. It's you know we have a sunshine law. You can go into the courtroom anytime you want, watch anything. Bring some popcorn. You you think these movies are? You think Endgame was good? You ain't seen shit, dude. We totally should bring it down and bring our microphones <laughs> and just do commentate. it. Just commentate from the commentate. back corner. Yes. Can we put a banner in front I'll of us? I'll set you up oh like a sports no. center stage. Yeah. And oh, my Ocho. God. It would be like Ozzy, Ozzy Man, when he yes. narrates yes. the shit. We could do oh, that. crikey. Oh, <laughs> look at this <laughs> dumb Somebody hick motherfucker with no shoes here. on yeah. trying to convince the judge that he thought that was his <laughs> Lexus. I just, you know, like on the off chance you get to see someone snap someone's arm or something like that. That That's would be dope. That doesn't be, happen that down here. That never happens. No? no? Uh, yeah. That, that. How fun would that be, the commentated courtroom? Mm. I mean, all 30 seconds it would last. That would be hysterical. Yeah, as soon as you got the microphone, it'd be out. Look at the balls on that judge. He <laughs> just <laughs> shut him <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> this judge ain't fucking around. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, judge. Can you repeat that? I was talking to the microphone. I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> or if the judge overrules something and one of us stands up, good shit, judge. Good shit. Yeah, you nailed that bitch. <laughs> yeah, America. Yeah. 
Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good time. I wonder if we could do that. Oh, Richard, hell yeah, you can do it. Richard's in his car right now giggling at just the thought of that yeah, happening. I'm is. sure he is. And then we'd have to call him to bail it, you know, to come represent us for getting thrown in contempt. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He's Richard, he's Richard for God's sake. R. Alexander Law. Yes. On Twitter. On Follow Twitter. Him. Great Follow stories. Him. Great stories. He had several good ones this week. If you guys didn't see him, you got to pull it up and look at him. Biggest drug bust in history happened where? Citrus County, Florida. Yeah. $970,000 worth of, I believe it was cocaine. Wow. Booger sugar, as the kids call it, yeah. I think. That's what yeah. I call it when I'm asking my dealer for it. Right. Not almost, yeah, almost a billion dollars. 970,000 seized. Wait a minute, 970,000 or 970 million? 900, oh wait, maybe it was 970 million. There's a lot of zeros. I mean, I'm not used to seeing that many. It was almost a million dollars worth. Yeah. And they're saying there's twice as much still on the ship they're thinking. Yeah, they got all the containers had to go through. Million. It, w- it was an insane. It's the largest drug bust in history. There's hands. So yeah. Well, they're getting ready for Fourth of July. It's two oh, weeks it away. It's almost that time. Sure enough. Red, white, and blue. Oh my God! Could you imagine watching fireworks high on coke? Hey, you know how Florida rolls. <laughs> is that is that why there's so many four fingered <laughs> people in the state? It could be. Jason Pierre Paul, come on down. Yeah, for anybody not from, I mean, I'm sure that's like this in a lot of different states. I know um, our good friend of the show, Phil, up in Michigan. Yeah, um, he lives across the lake from where I grew up. Okay, so I'm very familiar with that area. Um, he says the shelling, much like Pasco County, goes on for about four days, and it does not stop. Pasco, like I sit there, like this year, especially this year, I will sit there over the course of that weekend. Of course, I'll have my son home now, but I'll sit there and think, like, man, this is what the troops must hear about because it goes off constantly. Yeah, it's like like if it's a four-day weekend or a three-day weekend, like the minute you get off work, the second you're done yeah, at work. It, it's like the it's sun. It's just like every 15 minutes somebody's sun isn't popping even, something. The sun doesn't even go down. In fact, if you're listening or whatever and you have – let us know how your towns are for Fourth of July. Like is it that bad or is it just a one night and done? I know in Pasco County, it's a four-day-long cel- – like, fr- the 4th of July is Thursday this year. They'll go through Sunday night, guaranteed. Yeah. And, like, sometimes it's like, man, are the Germans coming back for us because they're pissed? Or, like, is it – because it's bad. You know you know the best fireworks are sold by guys who wear eye patches and have four fingers. Dude, yeah. They test like their own product. It's like right? buying, f- buying food from a skinny chef. You don't do that. No, you he don't. He doesn't know what he's doing. Well, you get don't. this. We're going to Michigan this year. At a boy. For the July. For yeah, July you fourth. are. Where to are you see going? grandma. Where at? What, what city? Bellevue. Oh. Right between Battle Creek and Lansing. Yep. Dead smack. One one traffic light, a fell posh, and a post office. Yeah. I, I got to believe that you'll see some shit get blown up. So apparently, my cousin Earl throws a pretty badass Fourth of July party. Last year, they spent five grand on fireworks. Mm hmm. Five grand. I spent like 150 last year. I was tired of lighting shit. Right. Five and grand. You, I'll have to. D- I'm not. I can't make this shit you'll up. You'll have to everybody. find out for me. When he gets all his stuff, does he drive down to Indiana and get it? Or he does. Yeah. Because apparently yeah. they don't sell in Michigan. So, well, th- unless this has changed, it's been illegal forever. You can't buy the good shit. The Roman candles, the cakes. Yeah. Anything that launches up in the air, you can't get. So. When you drive down I-75 and you get into a – or no, not 75 because that goes in through that shit state we call Ohio. If you go down Indiana, the right over the border, it's like Wally World. 
Well, that's what they the would do. They take sixty. Everywhere. We're an hour from the line. They take sixty nine down to Indiana, and that's what they, they take all yep, kinds of right. all kinds of crap down there. Five grand though. Yep. How many lighters do you go through lighting that many fireworks? Oh, they use torches, boy. Do a b- matches Five every single one of them dollars on fireworks. Yeah. That's fireworks. So yeah, it's almost. Treason is the reason for the season. Yep. It's one of my favorite shirts. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is the season to be married. To yep. me, I I need to go re- recuperate my brain thoughts after $5,000 on fireworks. So I think this sounds like a wonderful spot to take a little break. Yeah, I need to find out where that ship's parked. Yeah, well, we'll Citrus find it. County. We're going to go hit it up so real can quick. Can you make a call? Well, I'll make a call. Right. Yeah, we, we need 10 minutes, everybody. We'll be right back. And I got Richard on speed dial, so we can call. We're good. <laughs> wait, wait, please, please don't skip. Don't skip. G'day, listener of the podcast. This promo is interrupting. I'm Chad, the host of the Cheers Big Ears podcast, and I can already hear you ask, what is Cheers Big Ears about? It's adult beverages and not so adult conversation. Each episode, myself, a co host, and sometimes a guest have some alcoholic beverages, and we, we talk about everything and nothing and, and something. We talk movies, life. Things we love, things we hate, and a ton of other stuff that I, I really, at the moment, can't remember. It's a conversation while getting drunk. Hey, it's a, it's a drunk conversation. And now we do movie drunken terries. They are movie audio commentaries like you get on a DVD or your Blu-ray, only drunk and far less professional. So far we've done Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and The Karate Kid, which is my favorite one so far, with many more to come. So why not give Cheers Big Ears a listen? It's fun, it's silly, it's sometimes serious, but it's always drunk. Every episode is on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, not Google Play. That's a, that's a story for another day. And you can find our any social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, where you can follow us. So give us a listen. You won't regret it. Okay, you probably will. Cheers. All right, well, thank God. Good news, everybody. It wasn't $5,000 worth of fireworks. It was $50,000 worth of fireworks. That is significantly more believable. Zero kick you in the ass every time. Yes, it will. It's a big holiday. It's a big holiday. So real quick, uh, I want to throw out a couple of plugs, shout outs uh, to people that we had uh, uh, going on. Last week, we um, we did the Dead Don't Die poll, and I really messed up, and I forgot to thank the Fantasy Movie League podcast for participating. And you guys literally kicked me in the balls with your with your Twitter gift this week. It was hilarious, and I loved it. Um, we also want to talk about, guys, make sure that you do the Charmin stories and the Florida stories. We did have someone send in one of each. Uh, we're going to be having uh, episodes that are kind of dedicated to those, maybe some bonus content here in the next couple weeks. Uh, your Charmin stories, you heard one of those earlier today about the, the landfill. And your Florida stories are just about, well, basically anything that comes on the news from Florida so that we can make fun of it in our own special way. It's not like there's any shortage of it. There's definitely no shortage of it. They should change, like, in Florida, instead of it being like the CBS Evening News, it should just be shit that happened in your state today. And there should be nationally syndicated show of shit that happened in Florida. Like a TMZ type thing, but it could be like... But it's just Florida. Yeah, I I could come up with a nice anachronym for that. Viewership would be through the roof. Uh, see, it, I'm telling you, it, it would, would be. Yeah, what the fuck else are those people going to do, right? It's a messed up state. The last thing is um, there is going to be a gaming convention next year. I just wanted to throw this out there just because it's fun, and it's for 
not gaming convention like D&D, but gaming convention for tabletop games, whether it be card games or whatnot. It's going to be called Burning Cat, which is pretty funny, instead of Burning Man. <laughs> Burning Cat. Um, it's it's put it on sounds like the Adult Video Music Awards or whatever. But, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Burning Cat does make me giggle. Oh, well, we are absolutely right. It's Imagine yeah. if that cat was just running around on fire. Just That's what the whole convention is. It's a weekend of cats on fire. Just yelping. May 16th and 17th, 2020 at the Oregon Convention Center in Portland, Oregon. And this is a convention designed not to sell you stuff, but for people to get together and actually play games together. People who are tired of looking at video screens and you want to you want to interact face to face. I think it's a pretty cool idea. It's put on pretty much by the people who invented that game, Exploding Kittens, which is the most successful Kickstarter uh, ever. But it's a fun game. That sounds like something fun. Will I be able to go? Probably not. It's on the other side of the country. But hey, uh, you know whatever floats your boat. There's only one game that I would go to that for. Yeah. In any city, it could be in our backyard. There's only one game that would make me go to that. What's that? Cards Against Humanity. Oh my God. Just to play with a bunch of people that don't know you to see how bad people really are oh. in a funny way that game you ever played it ash no i haven't but i'm already ready to do it life-changing you okay. got it's 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 you got to have the right group of friends you and they cannot be offended easily because you are going to find out who your real friends are because it is when i say bottom of the barrel like filthy it's the like to put it this way if you played this with some like um God, what's a like someone like your grandma, or someone like in that range? The reactions would be in interesting because this game is just vile. In one the of the in answer, the best way. One of the answer cards is kids dying of ass cancer. It's that, that's what I mean. But you get different cards, and you have to like you get a title card that everybody sees, and then you play your best answer card. I wish I could think of the top of my head with some versions of it, but it is awesome in the worst way. So I was picturing truth or dare when you were talking about it, but obviously no. no. It's not. You get a question, and you have you have cards in your hand, and then people ask the question, and then everybody takes a card in their hand that they think is the best answer, and then the person that read the question picks their favorite one, and that's how you get a point. But it's literally things like, you know, Auschwitz is an answer. It's 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 it, it can be straight up hysterical, vile, rude, and in incredibly liberating all at once. It's <laughs> a good it's a good time. Sounds good to me. But you got to be around the right group of people. It this can't is be, it, yeah. yeah. This is the game to play to weed out the easily offensive. And let's be honest, who wants to hang around those people anyway? Yeah, they're, they're no all fun. assholes. I know they're we no don't. Fun. No. It's yeah. a great. I recommend you get it for sure. I'll do it. Yeah. Let's go. All right, I'm in. We'll play right now. Let's okay. Go to Target. I'll, I'll, there's got to be an app for it. Oh Jesus! Could could you not, that's that could be a bonus episode I'm, right there. I'm we could work on that. We I'm could record at right ourselves now. playing Cards Against Humanity. Play Store. I am quickly trying to look up Cards Against Humanity. Examples. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen some of the the the? And we it says Evil Apples, a dirty card game. Pretty no, much. It's I kind guarantee of the same it's thing. not as good. Yeah, it's not as good. They've got the bar the starter sets, not the starter sets, but the expansion packs. Now they've got like. Um, Disney, um, uh, oh, what was the other one? I think they have like a Marvel one, Star Wars. Oh dear. Okay, I got he one. found something. Okay. I got one. He found something. All right, now I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna show you the person reading it. Okay. Okay. I mean, it looks like grandma, right? Yeah. It just looks like your stereotypical Betty White grandma. The dealer card. Now this is the card that it, it rotates. So one person takes a turn. They play the subject card. Okay, then if you're not the dealer, you have to play the answer card. 
Well, the deal card that was played is, <laughs> when all else fails, I can masturbate to blank. The card that she played was Grandpa's Ashes. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that, well, that's, I'm just telling you. To talk about a new spank bank right there. Wow. It's, um, it's this game, and I'm sure there's people out there that, know, uh, if they're listening to us, they I guarantee they've played it. Um, <laughs> okay, w- one more example. Some of them have two cards. Like, you have to play two cards, and this one has two answers. Listen, son, if you want to get involved with blank, I won't stop you. Just steer clear of blank. Okay, so now when you insert the two answer cards, listen, son, if you want to get involved with two midgets shitting into a box, I'm not going to stop you. Just steer clear of being a, being a motherfucking box. <laughs> 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 it's an amazing game, and it is. You get the drinks going, and you got you and you know your buddies. It, it is. There's times we've played this with friends of ours, and my face is hurt for hours after from laughing so hard. It's, it's a good one. It it's is insane. a good one. All and right. it, and it's, it, Greg, you're right. You play this with people that you know. And just by those two examples, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it, it is a good time. In the best way. So what else you got today, Greg? I'm kind of out of stuff to talk about at this point. We might have to freeform it for a few That's minutes. That's bullshit. That's bullshit? Well, Ash had a good point um, to get back on the TV train. Stranger Things is coming out on July 4th. Fair they enough. They literally are dropping this episode on July 4th. Which Fair enough. Let's be honest. We won't get to it till probably the 5th or 6th. But it's a great show. You watch it. I you watch you it. I you're love all it. caught up. You b- both seasons. Yep. It's going to be weird coming out in the summer this year. It's normally a Halloween thing. comes out in like October, and it's perfect theming. It's a great month for this show. I'm surprised that it's coming out in July, like you said. Which, uh, you know, I guess they the, they said they need a little more time to really tie everything up. And that, that makes sense. I'd rather them take a little more time and have, be a good show. Is this the final season? N- no, but they say they're having issues with the kids aging. And they're really having to try to make sure everything chronologically t- stays together. I understand to that. To fit the kids' ages exactly. into the story. Exactly. I, I, I think keep the story going then. Don't – you can't hide – listen, you take kids like that, you can't hide their age. No. Develop the story to go along with that. Take a year off. M- make the kids a couple years older and have something else happen. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything because you haven't seen it yet, But and there's so much that you could spoil on that show, but the premise is great. Well, I've, he- I've heard that it is. I think that's what they're, the issue they're having because remember the last season, the last episode, they were just at the dance. That won't ruin anything. Right. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot evolving this year, and I know that they want some time between that. So, And from what it looked like in the trailers – um, the scope of this season is a lot bigger. It is. Like it, it looks is like a, there's a lot that they cover. It looks like the stakes went up big yeah. time. You know, I know how they could handle the aging thing. They could let DC do it, and they would make it past the second episode, and fucking problem solved. Voila! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have to say it. That that's the best part. That horse, that horse is going to be like ashes by the time we are done with it. And I don't mean like ashes horse. He's going to own. I mean no, it's going to be like horse. like me beating a dead horse over DC canceling the Swamp Thing. Yes. I'm never going to get over this. Me either. I, I'm it's just crap. I'm not, and you haven't even watched an episode yet. I, 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 well, I can't. I don't have a membership. And I'm not going to give them any money. That's all right. There's alternative means. Well, I, You told me you were going to give me those alternative I means a couple weeks ago. I'll tell you what. You you show hey. me how to watch Swamp Thing without paying for it, and I'll show you how to put fluorescent tubes in a garbage can. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm serious. I will, put a, I will put a bed sheet on in a, th- in a thing of... Like bushes around my head and play Zeus on your roof 
and just launch those some bitches into the street. Oh, that would be so much while fun. Yelling out cool Greek phrases. How much do you think we could ask is for a donation for us to actually do that? That that's a good one. Right? Yes. Cops show up. Ju- well, it's all Rich- right. Have He's Richard- already here. Have Richard on retainer. You got a cop, you got an attorney. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm covered. Yeah. I have a permit. Right. Does that help? You got to do it on Friday, though, so I don't miss any work. <laughs> Richard will have me home by Saturday morning. Let's, let's not kid ourselves. No big deal. I, I would imagine also that it not coming out at Halloween uh, is because they don't need it to come out at Halloween anymore. They, it's no, got it's such enough. It's got such a following, and it's such a cult thing now that people are like, well, I don't give a shit when it's on. I'm going to watch it. And that's true. That's true. It, just, it was always such cool theming. You know, you kind of got the fall coming around. You're getting Halloween theming and... Stranger Things pops out, but so I mean it's going to be good regardless when it comes out. But right, it, it, but yeah, you're, you're right though. Ash, October was perfect for this show. It to was. Come out. It, it's just a perfect time of year. Yep. Um, do it, what was your thoughts on season one and two? Did you think it got better? Do you think it got it didn't get better? Do you think it hurt going season two or what? I didn't think it hurt going season two at all. I thought they picked up great. You know, normally when you go to a second season like that, you're kind of slow. I thought that first episode was, I mean, right out the door action yep i agree great you know the way that the, the some of the characters kind of fell off after the first season they picked right up with it uh there's a it's not all of the kids on that show are great like they all have their own role to play and uh, of course i'll reference the office every character on of those kids has their own thing that they do that to stand out and they all do it extremely well my favorite is the kid with the missing two front teeth He's funny as hell. He's the funniest kid. He's probably one of Netflix just gave him a show. Did you see that? No, I did not. A prank show, like punked. Um, and not only that, that kid's talented. That kid can sing. He, I think, he plays instruments. But he's my favorite character on the show, by far. Well, first episode, right out the box, you're laughing. They're playing their little game. He's like, "Oh, god damn it!" Yeah, <laughs> it's it's funny. So it's yeah, definitely put that on your list. And it's only ten episodes, right? I think it's just ten. I want to say ten. Yes, ten. So it's not super long. Netflix doesn't do shows that go more than ten very often. No, that's their that's their formula. They really haven't, which is I mean it's good. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that coming out for sure. Cool. Um, I'm looking forward to Child's Play coming out next weekend. (laughs) You had to go there, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Ash may not know this, but Child's Play to me is the dumbest franchise. Oh no, I've heard you. Uh, If I did Child's Play, I'd kick him, and the movie'd be over in two minutes. Roll credits in. I'm, that's going to happen. Spoil, spoiler alert, when Mike and I went and saw Brightburn, we're sitting there, and because Brightburn was a horror movie, it, it is a horror movie. It's not a gory horror movie, but it's a. It's not a science fiction movie. So the previews in the movie were Child's Play, Crawl, um, Annabelle Comes Home, uh, something else. Child's Play's on, we're sitting there, and he just looks at me and he goes, this is, Jesus, this is fucking stupid. At the credits of the trailer, he goes, "It's a fucking doll!" <laughs> and the whole, whole, the whole place, they just laughed. You can hear everybody giggling. It, it's, it's true. Just, I, I okay. I'll say this: I may go watch this movie and root for Chucky, because if you're such a helpless bastard that you can't fight off a three foot tall doll with a knife, he's a my buddy with a knife. He's a yes. that's exactly what exactly he is. what he is. My buddy with a knife. And if you can't f- defend yourself against a three foot tall doll with a knife, it's the purge. N- Those people don't need to be I watch, here. I watched this. I think <laughs> they called it natural selection in science. We'll go with that. I watched this trailer. I watched this trailer and I see this kid trying to convince his mom, but mom, Chucky's evil. It's Chucky, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so if you're a kid, just destroy the doll because it's not like they're going to send you to prison for 25 years for ripping up a doll. 
It's not like you're trying to convince them that your next door neighbor is a pedophile or something. My here's here's my question, and uh, since we're just gonna jump in and torch this movie, how old was this kid? You think in the trailer? He's probably twelve or thirteen. Kay. Easy. We're at the twelve or thirteen. Okay. He should be learning how to throw a slider by now, right? Oh, or for he's sure. got Playboys he, in the he closet. He should know how to throw a spiral. He, or I at mean, least kick a dodgeball. I mean, but instead, this kid is focused on dolls. Mm. Again, I root for the doll. Yeah. He's three feet tall. I've said it a hundred times. I don't think he's three feet tall. I don't think he's three feet tall. He's like, tall. He's that's like a, 18 inches or that's something. That's a tall doll, three feet. It's a fucking doll. It's a fucking... I agree. Guess no, what? No, no, no. I got to say that. It's not a fucking doll. Yeah. It's not. You blow those up. This don't look nothing like a fucking doll. This looks like <laughs> a, my buddy. <laughs> it's, <all right. laughs> it's It's a my call you out. It's a, it's a fucking my buddy. <laughs> Get it? Uh, yeah. A, is is yeah. it a buddy yeah. fucker? Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. And, and kid's I, sister, too. I ju- <laughs> That's the sequel. <laughs> I just can't get over how dumb this premise is. I and and this is like the fifth movie. And you know what hurts? What really bums me out? The mom in this movie, Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza, from okay, from oh, from uh, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Yeah, but she's done she's done a lot of quirky roles that weren't Parks and Rec. I mean, she's she's I, not a mainstream actress to begin with, but she's she's a good actress. She but she doesn't take the mainstream role. She's not a Julia Roberts. No, she was in that. Um, Half-ass X-Men show on Fox. Um, yes, uh, the New Mutants or uh, uh, no? I can't even. I didn't even. I couldn't get into it. That's why I can't even think of the title. I know which one you're talking about. With Xavier's uh, son. Yeah, she was in. Um, she was in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. And, you know, right. she's in stuff like that. Goofy but roles. but let me tell you something right now. If they walked up to you tomorrow and said they were going to pay you what they're paying Aubrey Plaza to be in that movie, you'd do it. I would, and I would ask to change the script. But then you then you wouldn't you have to you have to take yeah, the, no, the I would take their money and I not can give make a this shit. movie better. I can make this movie better. Okay. But I'm gonna need a right handed hockey stick and a trash can. We are gonna make that movie better, I, I think. I, I'm telling you, I'm okay. I'm all in. I'll get help from Morgan and her and her friends from school. I love it. And we will make a movie. We've been hectic as hell lately in our personal lives between work, uh my son just moved. Uh, producer extraordinaire. He's have he's been bouncing back and forth between that. Had to do emergency jobs where I had to drive up to Jacksonville, which is four hours away, and just crazy, just crazy shit right now. We we have we have buns in the oven. We have guys. ideas. We have buns in the oven, and we are going to start to uh, we're going to start taking some buns out of the oven. And they're funny ideas, and they are great ideas. They're hysterical. Yes, and buns guess will what? be coming out of the. And oven. guess what? One of them kicks DC right in the nuts. Squaw in the nuts. Squaw. In the nuts. Yes. Or as as I'm fond of saying, the sack. Yeah. Unlike Georgia, buns will be coming out of the oven with, with, with these <sighs> ideas. Holy shit. <laughs> Too soon? No. no. No, it's not. That's good stuff. That's awesome. Hey, Ash, you're, you've never done the show before. What's your, what's your What are your couple of your favorite movies and oh, why? Throw well, it out there. Favorite movie in life. You've already named one of them Caddyshack. That's a classic. Okay. How, could it, classic. how could it not be? I still... Being that we live here, I want to play golf at that course. Oh, absolutely. Where it was filmed? Fort Myers, I think. It is. is it in Oakwood, Fort Myers? Yes. Oakwood Hills or something? Mm-hmm. Oakwood Bullshit. something? Bullshit. It's Bushwood. Well, it's Bushwood, sir. It's Bushwood. And I Gambling's never illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. <laughs> I should have yelled, too. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I just would love to take a trip down there to play that course just to say that I played Bushwood. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's worth doing. It's it's not that far of a drive. No, it's not. Drive. No, three hour. Four, I mean, I don't not even know. Fort Myers far. is about two hours, hours, two and a half change. Yeah. Worth it. Yep, absolutely. Um, I don't know. I'm a big John Hughes fan. 
you know, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. What what happened? Isn't that John Hughes say anything? I'm not sure if Jeff say anything is John Hughes or not. I have to double check. Breakfast Club. Yeah, I mean it's classic. That's a good one. It, it's, you know, it's hard to. John Candy fan. Great outdoors. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Too soon, man. Too soon. Yep. Too soon. Okay. Just Uncle curious. Buck. Just curious. Uncle yeah. Oh yeah. Go down to the sewer. Have have a rat gnaw that thing off. Love your me. Face. Love me some Uncle Buck. I'm gonna tell you what. That is a that is a severely underrated movie. Absolutely. That could terribly be, underrated. That could be his best movie. Give and me and a that's rat. and that's that's going crazy because when you talk about movies like Stripes and and freaking planes, trains, and automobiles. And just some of the shit that he's been in. I mean, he was in Blues Brothers for Christ's sake. What was the one that he was in where he was a security guard? Yeah, oh, he ordered orange maximum, whip. Orange uh, whip. Orange whip. Yeah, three orange whips. Yeah, that was uh, with Eugene Levy and um, and uh, old girl from uh, 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 Top Gun. Uh, Kelly McGillis. No, the the, the Anthony's uh, Goose's wife. God. Oh, Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it was called. It's maximum security or just yeah, something the one like where that. Where he dressed up yeah. as the Russian at the, the yeah. Seuss yes. place. Who's Harry Crumb is a damn good movie too. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Is who's Harry Crumb? Oh, you're thinking of yep. who's Harry Crumb? Okay. Yep. So you got pretty much the same taste in movies. Yeah. With you. Yeah. yeah. Cla- well, you know, my brother's 11 years older than me, yeah. so I grew up with all it's that true. stuff. Force fed. You, d- you you did him right. <laughs> that's all I can say. True story. Uh, when he was little, uh, my cousin, who was a very good friend of ours, he lived right down the street from us, and he was four years older than me, so. He always was hanging out with us and stuff like that, and well, three of us, we all got along. Right. Well, uh, growing up, Ash, Ash, in the '80s, he was. I was in high school in the '80s, and he was, you know, seven, eight years old. We watched a lot of movies that he probably shouldn't have watched, but it wasn't bad that he watched them. And when I say things like that, I mean like Predator with Schwarzenegger, those types of movies. Some fun. Yeah, <laughs> not not dirty, not dirty movies or anything like that. Just <laughs> movies that maybe maybe were a tad bit violent at the time. A, a tad bit. A tad bit. So it didn't affect me at all. We were watching, yeah, it did. I'm soft as baby shit. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse Ventura's exposed rib cage, just a tad bit. Just a tad bit. Just a tad bit. So we're watching Predator because that was an incredible movie. I don't care what anybody says. It was. It's an '80s movie. Yeah, it's an '80s movie, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah. And that scene where the black guy is, I'm gonna have me some fun. Mac. A Mac. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. Yep. He used to run through the house <laughs> just hauling and nothing ass, but underwear, hauling naked ass in too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm gonna have me some fun. <laughs> uh, just you just just boogieing through the house just in figure eights, <laughs> and it was just so. I remember much going to Chuck E. Cheese with him and James and saying that in the parking lot. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. And then I'm walking out, no money. I'm not gonna have me no fun. Yeah. I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. But that just goes to show you how those movies stuck with us for that long. Oh, absolutely. And little things. Like, I even catch myself, like, I'll say some smart-ass remark from a movie, and it'll take me a second to remember what movie that's from. Yes. Just because they're, they're so ingrained in your head that it's it's there for good. You know, the thing that, that upsets me about the things like that is um, na- and now, nowadays, with gifts the way they are, you can damn near find any scene from any movie that you want if you can remember it. And I remember like 25 minutes after the conversation, oh, that's the, and it'll be a line from like the one today where I, I said, I texted you and I'm like, I want to make bank, bro. Right. And 13 seconds later, I've got Will Ferrell from Step Brothers saying, I want to make, those yep. so many movies that we, I, I can't tell you how often we hang out, Ash and I hang out and all we do is just quote Caddyshack back and forth. In fact, when my grandfather was still alive, we had a family get reunion not a family reunion, it's just a birthday because we all yeah. lived on the same street next to each other. My mom made Ash and I stop talking 
because we had my grandfather. We had my grandfather crying because That's we were just popping back and forth. And I'm like, That's Mom, well he's done. he's laughing. Hush. There was I I remember there was a time for like a month like I couldn't stop doing the Gunga La Gunga La scene. Gunga La Gunga. I mean, Gunga it's I, I could do it word for word with the hair lip, and I mean, it was one hundred percent improvised. Just total. It's just so good. So good. Like there was a Fletch was another big one for me. I love Fletch was that one movie. of those movies that I use the whole hand doc. What <laughs> Moon Mr. River? Gantry. Yeah. El- Elmer Fudd Gantry. Like the, yeah. the there was like <laughs> so many little lines in that movie that I just thought were so funny that I would like there was one one that comes right off the top of my head. Like anytime someone says something that just I was like, What did you mean? I would just say there was one. <laughs> And yes. th- they don't know, but it just brings me such Zulu, joy. Zulu, Gina Hackman, I kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, <Yes>. um, <sighs> like was when he's walking through the, uh, the guy's house, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, Ted Nugent was this close to buying this place." Like, yes. Where does that come? Like my favorite one. So my favorite one of those, and I use it all the time, is when he's talking to Gina Davis on the phone. Right. And before he hangs up, he goes, "Yeah, okay, love your body, Larry." Yeah. And then he hangs the phone up, yes. and people look at him and go, "What the There's fuck just so happened?" So <laughs> many of those, but it's like you said. I mean, that's movies were totally different in the eighties. They, they were, were st- totally different. They were. But the best part about them, they still hold up. They I can do. still put any one of those movies oh in. Yeah. Watch it start to finish and remember a large portion of the line. And still belly laugh. And, and, still. and still belly laugh. I've seen Caddyshack 250 times easy, and I still laugh. It's awesome. It's so good. It is awesome. So since they're going to have me some fun, that is hilarious. I can just picture you doing that. You gotta oh, pic- but you got to picture him being like two and a half feet tall. In his in a in a pair of like underoos, <laughs> run that's with, it. Run around with a knife. That's it. No, yeah. no, no. He was it was it wasn't it wasn't Chucky, <laughs> but he would just. I mean, I'm it was like you watch monk. you watch these videos that people make, and you see the kid, and he's just like he's, all you can see is his little legs. But that's just the whoa, best whoa, part whoa. about it: being a little kid acting like someone from Predator in such a creepy freaking line. That's amazing. My mom goes. My mom goes. What is he doing? And I said he's he's just. Saying a line from a movie, and I knew right yeah. there I was fucked, right? Because <laughs> right. I knew I knew I was in trouble because I couldn't say, "Yeah, that's who framed Roger Rabbit." And she goes, "What movie?" And I go, uh, "I don't, I don't really remember." And then my dad looks at me, and I went, "Predator." And she's like, "You let him watch Predator? You can't. Oh, that's my baby. You can't let him watch that." I'm like, "Mom, it's it's okay. That mo- do, do people get shot? Yeah, mom, they get shot. It's a fucking Schwarzenegger movie." Yeah. <laughs> she um, goes, "He can't watch it anymore." Hung from trees. Hey, you know what? Not a Who big cares? deal. I, I hunt now for for fun, yeah, so it didn't affect me at all. I was gonna say it's the South. They see stuff like that all yeah. the time. Yeah, just look <laughs> out in the backyard. Yeah, right. And dead animals everywhere. <laughs> yeah. um, so since you guys are brothers, and that story is amazing, what's the worst thing one of you has done to the other growing up as brothers? You know what? We don't worst have a, thing. we don't have that story. No, no, we don't. Because I gotta be honest, when I was little and I didn't have anything. You know, you you weren't old enough to well think that, about because you guys are eleven years apart. Yeah. Oh, that, that's so by the time why. I was old enough to to be you know vindictive or something, he was in the military. He was gone, uh, that, and I never got to see him. So well, when I did see him, the last thing I wanted to do was that was a big a shit can of an idea. Then yeah, we Thanks no no that. no no it's it <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Like I know that my dad my dad has two siblings, and uh, he has a he had a sister who who has unfortunately passed. She she got cancer and died, and he has a, a brother. And my dad's the oldest, and the sister was the middle, and my brother, his, his brother was five years younger than him. Okay. And he used to tell me about how when Dwayne would piss him off, he would just take him out. This is in Michigan. He'd take him out to the clothesline and hang him from the clothesline from his belt. 
at, at five five years difference. And he would be like, it wasn't that I didn't like him. He was just pissing me off, and I didn't want to deal with it, you know. And because ba- back then there was no, well, I'll just go play Nintendo because this is in the fifties, right? You know, so you, you didn't even really really have a lot of TV going on at that point. When when Ash was born, um, the day he was born, I threw a temper tantrum in the in the hotel in the hospital because visiting hours started at eight. He was born at like. 650 something so by the time and it was the 80s so it wasn't like now right. where you stand there you see him and you hold him instantly they took him off and they prepped him when they went to bring him back they wouldn't let me in the room and i threw a fucking fit i told i told the nurse i'm not leaving i was like 11 and a half years old my mom's like oh no no he, you, you need to go i'm like good luck with that so it was just we we've always we've always been really close and we've always you know i i you know, uh, I wanted so bad for him to say it. Then I just started saying, "Would have had me some fun." I want to have me some fun. I want to have me some fun. So when he was little, and I was in high school, we used to have like parties because we had the big field back there, and I always made sure that he was included because he's my brother and I love him. Watch out for the baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we'd have a 25, 30 man football game going on, and you had the seven year old out there playing. And and you know what? Kicking this, their ass too. This was the best Duh. part about it. The best part about it was that. All of my friends were cool with it, and that's why they were my friends. Nobody mind, nobody cared at all that Ash was out there, and he was always included. So we never we never really had the fight thing. And I gotta be honest, I won a bunch of money off his friends with a we had a pool table. I wax their ass. Yeah, he did. That's nice. He did. The seven year old would. The seven I two dollars. They're like, oh hell yeah, two dollars. Seven year old Paul Newman. Get in line. That shit like Andy on the pool table. Yeah, he did. Parks and Rec. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so I have. I mean, my sister is four years younger than me, so we did not get along that well growing up, and there was a. Everyone in the family that of mine has a temper. I, you know, did not as much, but there was one morning that she was just taken for fucking ever in the bathroom, and she wouldn't open the door. I'll never forget this because I got yelled at. I got so much trouble. I just tried to push the door open so I could get in there and get my shit done because if we were running late for school, my dad would turn into the fucking Hulk, and then Indiana Jones throwing his belt around, just whipping the shit out of everyone in sight. Nice. So I busted the door open. I didn't, like, kick it down or nothing like in the movies, but I busted it open, and it whacked her toe, and her nail came off, and it was just, oh, like, shit, it, she, she lost her nail and all that. Like, yeah, I got I, I caught a heap of trouble. She deserved one. it, man. She should have got out of the bathroom. Get your shit done. Get yeah, out. Yeah, it was the 80s. Men come first. Get your shit straight. Then roll over and go to sleep. Yeah, you just I'll hit that guy. You shouldn't have been standing yeah, there. Like, <laughs> any, anytime you hear sibling stories and stuff, like, yeah, I, I cost her a toenail. Well, remember that. Yeah, that that would suck. But I mean, it wasn't like you were being malicious about it. But it also it also makes a not. difference. Plead the fifth. Of course not. Of course not. It makes a difference when you're that age, close together, because you like the same things and you want to do the same things. Like you know, having well, a brother, I'm sure it was totally different. Yeah, because yeah. He, and it also helped that I was extremely immature because I had no problem sitting down and watching movies like Who Framed Roger Rabbit with him. Don't ever change. Don't. I won't. Okay. I won't. You <laughs> know. And, Too and, late. Too late. You know, and it was cool because, and it was also cool because I got to be the person that did a lot of the things that he did the first time. Because being 16 and able to drive, we used to go to see movies together on Saturdays instead of having to go, "Mom and Dad, take us." And it was it was just us, right? So we had that bonding time because we don't I, we don't fucking like our parents. So we don't want to hang out with them. That, Can't stand them. <laughs> That's another thing that if you have a good fight story, brother, sister, sister, brother, oh, sister, that'd sister, be great. two hot sisters. I mean, something that that <laughs> may have happened. <laughs> Hey, a good story is a good story. A good, whether the, whether their shirts on or not, send in your stories. Yes, I and, agree. Uh, because let's be honest, we want to read them. Yeah, the, for sure. The, I guarantee there's some good stories out there of just some just slobber knockers. Yes, for sure. All, All right. right.
Well, I think it might be that time of the, of the show. That's uh, the, the, the part that we work so hard for all week is to gather our top five list. And, Greg, our top five list this week is? Top five this week is 80s bands that were popular that should not have been. And when we say bands, we use that loosely. It's just musical acts. There was it a lot of groups, artists, yeah. individuals, whatever. And um, this is hard for me because 80s music is still my favorite. And there's even bands that I listen to that I know aren't good, but they like have a special place in my heart because right. of, you know, I remember that song from this or that. 80s bands also um, were a lot like, t- 80s music was a lot like today, where you had a lot of one-hit wonders in the 80s. A lot of bands that would have this monster smash, you never hear from them again. I kind of I kind of got rid of those because, you know, sunshine's, do- you know, every dog's ass finds a sunshine or a blind squ- every blind squirrel finds, finds a nut every now and then. So I, di- I tried not to do those. Uh, mine were pretty much bands that, had a sustained run that I'm like, how the fuck did they make it past the first song? So right. that's kind of where we went. And this ought to be interesting. I'm really looking forward to hearing Ashes because he, he when he came on, he told me when he wanted to do the show, and I said, well, our topic is this that week. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, that motherfucker was five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I kind of had so to pick through the topics and think, I have no idea what the hell was going on then. Bullshit. You could have went with the electric company. Absolutely. <laughs> right? The theme song to Sesame Street? Hell yeah. Right? <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. STD Street? Hey, the 80s. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Wow. Beat that yeah. bitch like it owes me money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that group. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so we, yeah, so the t- it's a it's a wide variety, but 80s were the 80s. The 80s will always be, I think, considered the most fun era of music. It was a decade of excess. And it didn't take itself too serious there was just a lot of let's just i mean gibberish junk garbage but it's the best garbage to this day i'm gonna i'm gonna start off with one thing um and and because there was so much 80s music there was so many different styles of music back then it really was it's not like it is now you have either like contemporary or country or rock you know what i mean there's there's some alternative out there and there's the metal and stuff like that but that's all they consider that rock they had, you know, you had music that you listened to on the radio th- uh, that was the contemporary stuff, but it was fi- there was some dance stuff, there was some rap stuff, there was contemporary rock. That's then you had crossover country that's stuff. When rap really started to catch it was catch mid, fire mid to late eighties. Yeah, LL Cool J, was Beastie Boys, LL I mean Cool J, that, that Beastie Boys, Digital Underground, started to blow up. Uh, MC Hammer stuff like that. So, um, I was I'm, I'm trying to remember all these groups because it's been 40 years, and I'm on the internet, and on a list, that I, I, I pull up a list that was the t- 10 most overrated 80s band. And those, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, those twat waffles had Van Halen at number four. Oh, yeah. they had Motley Crue oh. in some Are of them? Are you out of your mind? Kick Van rock. Halen? Police, rock. Rush. That, I know. That, that list already <laughs> is invalid. I agree. But I had no problems coming up with my five. You told me I, I struggled. I struggled really hard. In fact, I got I my did not. I got my last three about ten minutes before you showed up today. So I, prep, I'd been Greg. thinking about it for a week. So well, I'll tell you this. I don't know. I'd been prepping. I just couldn't. Way to take the show serious. Uh, um, guys, I have to go. All right, well, get out of here. I've been working on my top five all week. All well, right. I, I grew See? up listening to the '80s, so I mean, you know, everything you listen to, and then it filtered into Metallica later '80s, '90s. And I got to my number one. I'm like, man, I'm going to piss in a lot of cornflakes with this number one. I love it because my number one's going to piss off some people, too. And I'm like, maybe maybe I need to rethink that. So I get in the car coming over here, and I turn on Ozzy's Boneyard, and my number one's on the radio. And I'm like, let me give him a shot. It sucked ass. Oh, and right. I'm like, I'm glad they're nice. my number one. So okay. when we All get right. to my number one, that'll yes. make plenty of sense. Typically, we let the goat guests go first. So why don't you go ahead and give us your number five? All right, my number five, you're, you're all going to laugh, Depeche Mode. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. Did you, did you steal one of Mike's? <laughs> yeah, I could see it we'll on his face. We'll come around to that. I could, I could count on like one hand the songs that they had that I, that you know, you, you hear a song, you kind of whistle with it, you sing. I couldn't think of shit that I wanted to listen to that they made it. They're, they had one They had one monster radio hit. They were not a radio band. Reach out and touch me. And if you play that song nowadays, you go oh. to jail. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Literally. Reach out you are. You're a cop. You're, you yeah. have that authority. Reach out and so touch they had, me. So yeah. they had two, reach out and touch faith and people are people. Yes. And, and, and I'll you know what? that if you go to trial for doing something like that, I'm showing up on your behalf as a character witness. You're damn right. Please do. Me Absolutely. too. Please do. You know, Depeche Mode's got a big following. They're, not, they, they, they're a very popular band. They're not really my style of music. Um, but... I understand why you're saying what you say, for sure. Well, with the more I started to read on last time, I'm like, wow, they've actually had a pretty good history. You know, yeah. they got a bunch of chart day, songs. I don't even call them Depeche Mode. You call them shit mode? I call them depressed mode. Well, that works, too. Yeah. Because all the kids that listened to that back in the day were dressed in black. That was the start of the whole emo thing. Yeah, it was. Before Marilyn Manson put it on steroids. <laughs> I, th- they were all dressed in black with the black eyeliner and the black this and the black. It's just like, dude, cheer the fuck up. Well, VH1 right. had them n- number 98 out of the top 100 greatest artists of all time. So they barely made the top 100. Wow. Of all so, time. Of all time. Crazy. So I'm going to give a shout out here real quick to Richard Falco. I know that you, he, he and I are both huge music guys. He's a, f- a fan of the show. Um, Richard, do not come hunt me down after this episode because I am sure that you're, uh, you're in your car screaming, you fucking moron. I know you are. I can hear it. But Richard, if you do... Get it on video, blur the faces out. That way we can put it on the website. Yes, I love it. I love it. You want me to go? Yep, go ahead. My number five is Warrant. Oh, wow. I can understand that. I mean, I, I can't argue that. Right? This is why um, I get that a lot of popular music is popular because it's more catchy than it's good music. Yep. Warrant is not good music. Now, when you ask the lead singer of a band, okay, hey, how do you feel about that song, Cherry Pie? And your answer is, song sucked, but I made a lot of money with it. All right, then. Moving on. Yeah. That's the, I saw them in concert. I wanted to see Tesla um, really bad. Um, and uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kingdom Come. I wanted to see Kingdom Come really bad. And they were on a double bill with Warrant. And it was a double bill where one night Kingdom Come opened, and then the next night Warrant went open. And as luck would have it, Kingdom Come opened the night I was there. I got up and walked out in the fourth Warrant song because Jamie Lane would not Jamie Lynn, Lane, uh, d- Lane. Jamie Lane would not stop talking. I thought I was at a fucking Neil Young concert. Oh my god! He was he was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. Well, we got this song right here. Just play the fucking song, bro. Yeah. The only song they have to me was was badass was uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin. Yeah, it was pretty. That's good. a great song, but everything else is she's my fuck you man. Their their music was so lame to me. It was catchy, but it was lame. Yeah, it's true. I, I, all right, that'll play. Go for it. My number five, Whitney Houston. <laughs> oh, oh my God! God. Now listen, b- b- before I, b- before every, I mean, yes, phenomenal singer. I will give her that. Terrible swimmer, but had a <laughs> great voice. Okay, you know her and Ryan. You know her and Ryan Reynolds could be in a movie named the same thing. To the to Deadpool. <laughs> Wow, I stole I stole that from a comedian. It's, it's I stole that. It's been a while, but yeah, I it I to this day when those like you great, you want to dance with somebody? Go find somebody. Like just <laughs> it was enough. Like enough. They played it so much. Oh shit, was it was huge. They yeah, played we, her all, all the, time. the time, and it just drove me nuts. Which is why another reason to this day that 
I cannot stand the Beatles. I think they're absolute trash. And the reason why is my f- one of my first college roommates played the Beatles 24-7. And it was just like this ongoing loop in my head. I'm like, I'm tired of listening to this fucking music. It's terrible. Got to be careful. The market angel might come in here and, and do a, a bionic just, elbow on I you. I just hate the Beatles, but that's why. It's understandable. It's you know, it's Repetitive. not all music. Not all music is for everybody. Which is Fair why enough. a good reason that I don't think many people listen to the actual radio anymore because it's the same ten songs over and over and over. Spotify. That's all I listen to. Yeah, I don't listen to the radio because I d- I get tired of hearing two songs and then six commercials. Yeah, well, but you do hear the same songs. That in popular music to me just doesn't do it anymore. So in defense of the Beatles, it's not all their fault. But yeah, it's to this day like that instantly. Like, oh my god, I can't stand this song. I so gotcha. tell me, wasn't Kevin Costner in Bodyguard? Yes, he was. You yes. think if he was her bodyguard, she'd still be here? Absolutely. It's you Kevin do? Costner. Yeah, absolutely. He'd have jumped into the. He'd have jumped in the pool, the whole, the kiddie pool. Yeah, but to be fair, the door wasn't cracked. Oh. What? What? Oh my lord! Oh my lord! It's like every joke that I have. Greg, it takes about four seconds to register, and then Greg just oh it hits like God, a light bulb. That was the fantastic. speed of sound. It's a little slower than light. It, 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 that well, was we are fantastic. Talking into microphones. So, oh. so yeah, my number five, Whitney Houston. Ash, number four. Number four. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. These he gets ready. He gets ready to look for Greg for approval. The no, no. Well, that's not or, it. I or just, I'm waiting like, for y'all to kick me in the nuts or something. No, no never. B-52s. I can't argue that. Uh, yeah. And mostly because yeah. of the guy, the Love Shack guy. I the can think Rock of... Rock Lobster! Yeah, yeah. Shut your cake. One positive, and you bought it for me for Easter one year, the Flintstones. When they performed at oh, that they were restaurant, the movie, right? something on the green. Okay, that, that was funny. But I think that's the only highlight of their whole career. But see, and... They came out of Athens, Georgia. I don't know anything good coming out of Athens, Georgia. But that's that's exactly why we did this top five list because the Love Shack. Everybody knows that song, but it everybody sucks. knows that song. It does. It's a fucking it's shit horrible. song, but it was huge. The shit shack is what they should have called it. Good pull, nice. I like that. <laughs> the shit shack. Well played. That's well, a good well, one. Absolutely. Yeah, well so done. So far, strong lists. My number four is going to piss some people off. And James, if you're listening, I'm very sorry. Love you, James. Sorry, James. Judas Priest. Yeah, kind of makes my butt hurt a little bit. Not a Jewish Priest fan. Not. <laughs> See, <laughs> again, <laughs> again, again, the delay of the <laughs> remark just is amazing. Yeah. Eh, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I like Rob Halford, and I liked the stuff they did. It, it, I mean, it, but it, it, it was kind of catchy, but it just wasn't. It wasn't good. You didn't listen to a Judas Priest song waiting for that really cool musical lick. It just, and they were they were huge. Of course, metal was just coming of age really in the eighties. Metallica pretty much broke the barrier. Metallica and Megadeth. Oh, MTV. Uh, yeah, was it Headbangers, Headbangers Ball. Ball. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so you had Judas Priest, you know, blowing up, but it just was not because Judas Priest was on Beavis and Butthead all the time too, and that made him even uh, more popular. So you know, the biggest that. song I ever remember them having that was eighties. They had, I mean, they had like another thing coming and breaking the law, but that was early '80s when Turbo Lover came out. You remember Turbo yep, Lover? Absolutely. That song because of the hook. That song literally made me want to take an ice pick and insert it in my temple. I could. Yeah. That song was fucking awful, and it was huge. The ear would have been more effective. The ear would have been more effective, yeah. but the temple's more fun. All right, good point. That's what Kurt Cobain said. Um, huh. <laughs> hey, we're talking music, right? We are talking music. My number four. It is to me, right? It is to you. Kind of along the same lines, but it was more of a fake metal band. Great White. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Couldn't stand them. Saw them live. Saw them open for the Scorpions. Did you make it out of the bar? <laughs> no, they were actually. <laughs> in a, it's a place in Michigan. It's called Pine Knob, which uh, they changed corporate names, but everyone still calls it Pine Knob. Uh, it's very similar to the amphitheater. Sit wide open, big lawn, big hill. Yeah. Fun place to see a concert. Yep. Um, saw them there. They opened for the Scorpions, which that was awesome. But you know, everyone was waiting for once bitten, twice shy, and then I, out of that, it was like, what is this? What? And then what you know this? what? And that's their worst song. Uh, rock, rock me is a good song, and save rock all your love. Good. Save all your loves. I good think song. you just pl- named the last three songs that they yeah, played. Of course, but it was uh, it was just another band that they were so popular. And every time I see a video, I'm like, what? Why? Yeah, they w- why? they were they were average. They really were. Yep, I, I agree. All right, and cool. if you saw them at the wrong nightclub, sorry, your griddle marks on your ass. Wow. All right, my number three is on here for the same reason that I've fallen off of sports a lot. If I if I turn the TV on to watch football. Play goddamn football. If I turn it on, play baseball. Play. I don't want to turn it on and see you kneeling and doing all that bullshit. So wow, this is this is a solid lead-in. Wow. These guys, every song they sing is sad. It's always about some political bullshit. You too. I knew it was going to be. When you <laughs> said political, I I'm, knew it was going to be. I'm here to feed all the starving children. <laughs> sing a goddamn song about. I don't care. My dog run away. My truck broke down. My girl screwing my brother. I don't give right. a shit. Yeah. Just sing a song. Yeah, leave all the real world shit at. Yeah, out. yep. I, uh, I, you know what? I understand that. I actually happen to like a lot of YouTube stuff. I love a lot of YouTube. I'm sorry. Um, no, 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 no. But I, I get where you're coming from because I like Neil Young. I like his music, but he's so crazy. He's got some good stuff, but his stuff is it's so he's gotten so crazy with his political views that I'm not there for a political rally. I, I get where you're coming from. I, I can, I can see that. I can't, I can't argue it. Not on air anyway. You can. You know, I probably should argue on air. Let's talk about this. I let's, saw. Let's y- sit down. Let's let's just take this baby out in the open road and really <laughs> open it up. Let's say floor it. Let's roll. I well, <laughs> I I understand what you're saying because I saw you two at in Tampa at Raymond James, and it was a great concert, but it was half sermon too. Yeah, and that's just sh- do Bono. Just sing a song. Zip it and sing. Yeah, for sure. And that son of a bitch didn't even sing Pride. In the name of, I, are you I, serious? That was the w- all night. I'm like, it's like my favorite YouTube. I'm like, I, I how do you not s- do that song? I get to see this live. This is going to be great. Um, one of one of my best friends, uh, Ryan Joseph, was he, he came down from Michigan. We went with him. Um, so excited, and they didn't sing Pride. Wow, that would have pissed me off. I was Rob Halford. I was butt hurt. I think I'd enjoy him a lot more if he just they kept their mouth shut and just played music. Yeah, yeah. agreed. I and I like a lot of you two, a, a lot of them. Number three. Yeah, my number three is a band that I actually really, 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 really liked in the eighties when they when it was popular. And I really liked them. And then it went wrong. Well, you go back and you revisit this stuff because you know you know I I am old enough and you are too and most of the people listening are old enough to understand what records were and a tracks. And then go to cassettes, and then go to CDs, and now we don't have any of that. We just pull it up on Spotify. Right. So you had it, you bought it on this media, but then when you, when you transferred all your CDs or your tapes over to CDs, you know you just didn't buy them. I went back and listened to them a couple months ago, and I was like, oh, "Wow, that's uh, really bad." And I'm dragging it out because I want everybody to. It's like who wants to be a millionaire? It let is. Me, let me What's guess the here? answer? Let me guess. Guns and Roses. No. All right, who? Striper. Oh, are they even a band? 
They 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 are. They I was they were somebody that was good. I w- yeah, oh, I was like holy fuck! I was expecting something controversial. <laughs> jackass, <laughs> um, like Striver. Who gives you a know shit? what? Green jacket, gold jacket. Yeah, right. <laughs> that the lead singer could really sing. Absolutely. But their music was super basic, and I did not realize that until I went back and listened to it about six months ago. Super basic. Well, they were Bible thumping. Metalheads, and it's—I mean, nothing wrong with that. I mean, they were popular. They looked like yeah. a WWE, WWF tag team back then, with all the black and yellow yes. leather suits they had. Yes, they did. I mean, I thought they had the tag belts at one point. I think they did. But yeah, and they I hit it. They <laughs> hit it in their hair. I can't argue that at all, sir. But they were huge, man. Huge. I know. Oh, I know. They had posters. Like that was their big thing. Their posters. I remember every store had striper posters. Yes. Yeah. Shit show. Now every store has stripper posters. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where? That's a good one. Yeah, I'll take you to my side all of right, town. Plant City's rocking. Plant City. Off the hinges out there. It's got to be better than Pasco. Oh, it is. We got um, strawberries. My number three, very popular, but I was like, man, Winger. Oh, this yeah. Dude loves minors. Oh, he does. Loves minors. Oh, yeah. And brags about it. Yeah. 17, huge song. Now that I think about it, I'm like, man, you really like young kids, don't you? Yeah, he does. <laughs> was the 80s? I, it was acceptable back then. I just did not. I was never big on Winger at all. Good guitarist. He's a very good guitarist. Good old Kip. Yeah. Kip Winger. Very good guitarist. You know where he got his start? He was Alice, Alice Cooper's guitarist. Oh, really? Yeah, he for a long time, and then he went solo. But he was, you know, for as big as they were, their music was not super fantastic. They were writing in the air. They were on the tail end of the hairband era. And and they were yes. just it was just they they got it because hair bands were so big but yep. yeah um, Aquanet for sure lots of hairspray for sure all right who's up all right number two number two you know I <laughs> I love when it comes w- when it starts with a giggle it, it, <laughs> I was really there's like five or six left on my list I'm like you know what who which ones do I know the the fewest amount of songs for and. It was this one. And the only one I knew was Wake Me Up Before You Pull Out. I mean, go. <laughs> and it's Wham. <laughs> wham. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So That's Jorge McHale. Sh- Jorge <laughs> McHale. <laughs> no longer with us. Yeah. R.I.P. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Yeah. So, um, I'm not going to lie, though. Careless Whisper is still a great song. It not is. Not just because it was in Deadpool. It is, but have you seen the video? He's singing to a chick. No, I just watched Deadpool. <laughs> That's all I need to see is the cartoon at the well, end of Deadpool. Watch the, the video. It'll take on a completely different meaning. I know, because I don't want to ruin it. Okay. All right, I understand. Right? They were super huge. And, oh, they were um, huge, all right. Just <laughs> That's what Jorge yeah, said. Yeah. And they just, <laughs> that you know what? That was kind of the sign of the times. That, that, that music then was that 83, 84, 85 era rolling into that whole 80s. It wasn't. It wasn't real good. No, they. It wasn't they, uh, pretty. No. Yeah. Well, now it wasn't. Yeah. Back then, everyone thought it. It was the shit was back pretty. then. Yeah, back then it was, but yeah, it did not age well. And apparently, Andrew originally wanted to go after like the teen, like yes, genre. Yeah, he did. And then George Michael. So that's he when should have called up, Kip so Winger. They could have went after the teens boom. together. That's it. Yeah. That's when they split up because they they had different they had different musical yep. styles. Um, for sure. Oh, I thought they split up because. George Michael wanted the exclamation point, and Andy didn't. Well, George Michael thought he was pregnant for a while. (laughs) 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 All righty. Moving on. Uh, My number two is Poison. What? Yeah. I'm out. That was my very first concert. Yeah? Very first concert. They opened for David Lee Roth. I've seen him live. 
Uh, fuck, how do you not like Poison? Super catchy songs. Yeah. But not good music. Says who? Says me. Well, you're wrong, sir. I, I how just, dare you? I disagree. I disagree. We, we'll put that up with our, on, our, on our Twitter poll. When somebody <laughs> says, when somebody <laughs> says, I think that um, uh, Talk Dirty to Me is the greatest rock and roll song ever written, you better check what you're smoking. Maybe it was really good stuff, and that's why he said it. Yeah. Poison. Dude, I like Kelly in the office, I have a lot of questions. And first, how dare you? How dare you? God damn. Now, that, you want the truth? That one is a Do you know punch. how many Poison albums I owned? All of them? Yeah. Yep. I did. Got I them did. all saved on my Spotify. Yep. Every I now and then I'll get an 80s I l- pick, I l- and then I'll listen. go. Listen. That, that's my go-to for the 80s. I listen to them now, and I sing along, and with, with whistle the guitar solos, I know them backwards and forwards. Wow. But they're they're not a good band. They're just not super talented. Cuts wow. deep. Wow, that cut, cut me deep, Shrek. Wait till, wait till you hear my number one. Cut me real deep. Wait till you hear deep. my number one. Damn, I forgot. Well, let's get to it because my number two. Speaking of number twos, I I put her there on purpose. Sinead O'Connor, big sack of shit. Yeah. Um, I yeah I I get it. She had a really cool voice for that one slow song, and then. She went all crazy and shaved her head on Saturday Night Live. I just, I've never liked her at all, just because she seems like such a bitch. I ruled her out simply because she only had one song. Well, there's that too. Yeah. But she was so popular off of that one song, <sighs> and it was like, it that's was it. It was Whitney Houston, then Madonna, then her, then Whitney Houston, then her, then Madonna. Then <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> that was the rotation on the radio. Yeah, yeah. That was that was what you heard on the radio every yeah, all day long. I mean, there, there's not even that much else to say about her, but she's batshit crazy and yeah, she is. I mean, just super popular for no reason, so yeah. I didn't like her. And it was and it was a big song, but to me, again, that song was kind of average. She, she she had a very good voice in it, but the song was not yeah great. You know, great right. actor, horrible script. Yeah, <laughs> wow, yes, good one. What is that from? I uh, me. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Written by a bishop. Ash, goddamn bishop. <laughs> that's who. So who's your number one? All right, my number one. You know, I'm so excited about this. Aerosmith. Wow. I cannot stand Steven Tyler. Wow. I think he has. I don't think he can sing worth a shit. It was everything I could do to keep them off my list. How many songs did he go? Ay, 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 ay. I mean, come on. I mean, really. Maybe he's. From Afghanistan at some point. I don't know. Not my problem. Dude, did him all the time. Not my problem. <laughs> Eat the Rich is a song that came out when I said it over here. I remember. And I don't and like that song. Really? That's that's I one of my more favorite songs from them from the 80s. And that was actually from the 90s. But Dude Looks Like a Lady, obviously. I, I kind of enjoy that one because of Miss Doubtfire. We get, well, I just thought it was ironic that he was singing it. Aerosmith, yeah. or uh, Armageddon, great movie. And then you put oh. Don't Want to Miss a Thing into it and... Yeah. Tub of human caca after that song. 90s. But well, st- on, the, on the back, yes, okay, I will agree on the back end. But leading up to that, though, they had Dream On. What? Exactly. That's Sweet what they emotion? need to do was Dream 70s. On and find something else Sweet to emotion? do. Sweet Emotion? 70s. I, I don't care. Just still. Loving an elevator, okay? And the only reason I like that Who song hasn't? is because of Rock and Roller Coaster at, at MGM. Who hasn't? Amazing, right? That's a great it's ride. It's great. It's a great ride. That's a great ride. That's a good and the ride. the way they do it and the music, that they, it's awesome. And they're not going to be in that much longer, apparently. So yeah, if getting, you like it, you better go. Out. Wow, they're going to redo it? Yeah. yeah, they're getting rid of it. But, yeah, what Aerosmith. I'm just, I don't know. I'm not a fan. I don't. Hey, Aerosmith. guess what? It's America. You're allowed. And right. I told you, I listened to a bunch of their stuff, and I'm like, man, that's, maybe I need to change this. And uh, 
I don't know. I just don't don't like. I don't want to go watch Armageddon. Well, duh. <laughs> Greatest movie ever made about Armageddon. Come to Papa Bear. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. If <laughs> another very quotable movie. Yep. Oh yeah. And the whitest teeth Ben Affleck has ever had. Ever. Ever. Okay. Um, this one will probably upset a lot of people. This is going to stir a lot of shit. I do not think. And 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 to, to to talk about Aerosmith for just a second, um, the stuff that they had when they broke out, you know, Toys in the Attic and stuff like that, uh, to, to pull out your big twelve, big 12 inch record, they had some really good songs that were different right at the beginning. But to me, their stuff in the eighties was very the pop. same pop. It was poppy, right. and they want they were they were a rock band that wanted to be poppy, and I just don't I just don't feel like it, it was. It didn't work. I, just, I didn't. It just yeah. don't feel like it was good music. I, I really didn't. Yeah, they had a couple of hits, but that doesn't mean it's a good song. That's f- that's fair. This Absolutely, is, and I'll I'll go with that. I'll agree with that. This is a band. My number one is a band that is currently on their farewell tour, and they have been around since the seventies. And the only thing this band ever did good, as far as I'm concerned, was they gave Rush their break and allowed Rush to open on their first two tours uh, when Rush was coming out, and it is Kiss. I can't stand Kiss. Kiss is, Kiss, Kiss is, they, they are not musicians. Their music is so fucking weak and so fucking lame. You're, you're, on, you're, you're arguing with me? I'm you like Kiss? They're musicians. Yeah. They're that entertainers, but they're me. I like their. I don't. I'm not a huge fan. I don't have any other albums. But if their song comes on, I, I enjoy it. I'll say this. I see your point. I've seen them twice, and they put on an incredible show. They do put on an incredible it show. Is a, an but that's why concert. That's why they're popular. They're not popular because their songs are so good. They're popular because their concerts are off the chain. Which, if you're going to be popular for a reason, at least be popular for being entertaining. Hey, they're playing. And they are. They're playing the game. And I don't begrudge anybody that likes Kiss. I, I, I just, when I listen to a Kiss song, I hear, like, the same chords I, it, and the same absolutely. rhythm. The lyrics are stupid. Um, uh, just, just To me, it just they, they just have never, ever done it for me. And in the 80s, they were so big, and it was a big deal because, oh, oh my God, Kiss is going to take off their makeup. Who fucking cares? Because at that time, it was a big deal. Yes, it was and a It was big the deal. first time they did it, like, since, like you said, then since they got popular, which feels like the 60s, but it was early 70s, I think. And then that didn't happen till mid-80s, early 80s? Correct. And that was, uh, I can't even remember the song. I remember it was the big deal because it was coming on MTV. They were going to play the first video. I think it was Unmasked was the name of the album. Yes, it was. And it was it was a huge deal. But at the same time, just to prove your point, I never listened to them on Spotify, ever. But I've seen them twice, and it was incredible. So I mean that that, I and mean, they marketed the hell out of themselves too. Of I mean, course, dolls, lamps. I mean, um, Jesus, you name it. And one of the coolest things that they ever did, Marvel did a run of comics with them, and they literally donated vials of their own blood to get mixed in with the red ink to go into the comic books. Which it sounds I'm, dark I'm and crazy, but I'm like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and yeah. and people people are thinking that I whipped out the Charmin here for this, but I'm going to say this, Paul Stanley. And uh, Gene Simmons are geniuses, one hundred percent geniuses. They 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 have an arena football team. They they do great stuff for the community. Um, they're 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 decent, upstanding guys. If you consider sleeping with everybody but your wife, as far as Gene Simmons is concerned, but that's his. Ted Nugent did you know, the same thing. Yeah, whatever. That's you know pota- potato yeah. potato. But they created a machine. And 
they created it off of something that I just I just don't think their music is that their music was just very boring to me. It was very boring. I can understand it. I get I, it. It's, it's absolutely. I get it. And they, and you're right because they went out. They were more than just a group. They were a media outlet. Like that. Like they a were blue a man media, group almost. They, exactly. Yeah. They, they were a a sh- I don't want to say gimmick because that's the wrong word. It's not fair to them. But they were a mon- They were a juggernaut in entertainment. They were for multiple reasons. They were in an in an in an era outside of music, right? In an era where people were paying top dollar to go be entertained because you didn't have MTV or, or videos, and and you know concerts in the seventies were a big that deal, was a big man. Deal. It yep. was a big deal because you didn't you just get to see them whenever. So I give them all the credit in the world for yep. being who they are, and I don't begrudge them. I just think their music is very not music, not not high end music. I'm with you, Ash. If it comes on the radio, I don't turn it off. I like I don't hate it. Like I won't. Like, oh, this sucks. I mean, I saw them. Amy and I both went to go see them with her crazy-ass brother who took us. It was a New Year's Eve, and I think it was the Psycho Circus Tour. That was the big 3D thing that they did. Yes. Uh, where with your tickets, when you go walked in, they did parts of their show on the giant screens with 3D, and you put them on, and it was, uh, again, like you said, it was more than just the music they were playing. It was a show. Yeah. Much like what Alice Cooper's famous for, and he's coming back to Florida. Here Ozzy soon. Osbourne. Um, oh, yeah. Although Ozzy's Cooper, got some badass music. And I remember my uncle, when he was still alive, who was only 10 years older than me, that you know we were really, really close. He saw him a bunch of times and said it was like the best magic show he's ever seen. The guillotine, the... Oh, yeah, the, the, the fireworks. The, the crazy crap yeah. that happens. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't fault you. I, I get it. That's almost like saying cruises are great, the food's not good. But what's with the ships? Right. Kind of like <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but they're again, everything they do is excellent. Eh, the singing's eh, mediocre. Okay, yeah. uh, it makes sense. Uh, good number and one. If you, and if you listen to a lot of Kiss songs, the the rhythms are basic. And even Paul Stanley's voice is not. It's not a. It's the same. It's not an earth shattering voice. It's just no. a voice. Similar to what you said with Steven Tyler. You're, he's yeah. You hear the voice, you know what it is. Exactly. Paul Stanley, same way. Yep. Steven Tyler PJs. Steven <laughs> Tyler PJs. <laughs> he's going to have him some fun. He's going <laughs> to have him some fun. Uh, here we go. Here, dude, I, I'm, I'm never going to forget that now. I'm just, that, that, that's awesome. I'm glad I left a part of me with you. You did, because now from, not, from now on, if I have to do something really stupid or monotonous, I'm just going to start saying, I'm going to have, have me some, some fun. fun. Just to make sure I do. So, <laughs> you stole my number one with Depeche Mode. Oh, did I really? Drove me batshit crazy every time I heard him. Couldn't stand it. It would instantly like go right to my spinal cord. <laughs> just, yeah. Like, even thinking about it now, it's like, God, I and they did never did anything to me. I just could not stand their no. freaking music. So, I had to, f- on the fly, think about some other th- ones that stood out for me. And mine <laughs> is a tie between two individual singers. Bob Dylan and Neil Young. Those voices also go to my spinal cord. I just can't stand it. I just think the voices are the worst I've ever heard in music. Bob Dylan, I agree 100%. Neil Young, eh. Bob Dylan, horrible (coughs) sinus infection. Get that shit looked at. I'm not a big Bob Dylan fan just because I never really cared for the style of music or the sound of his voice. But he's very talented. See, you're no throat doctor. Yeah, he is what yeah. he he is what he is out. when he was. Yeah, Nettie pot it, Nettie pot that <laughs> shit. Let's see what you really got down there. <laughs> yeah, so I I just uh, they always stood out for me. Like I don't like either one of them. And again, don't knock anything from them. Yeah, they never did anything to me. But I like I, I like just Neil Young. He's a little political in some. And of I know songs, they're super but popular. That, that, but that's his business. I just hate them. 
I like Neil Young more as Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Yes. But I really like Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I hear that a lot with that crowd. Yes. That crowd? What? Yeah. What? 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 Is that like those people? Is yeah. that what you? Is that what you're getting at right there? No, like the older people. Oh, I got you. The older people. I'm not much older than you. Not, you yeah, but you you like certain things. I do. But yes, you are older than me. So you're how old? Forty-six. See, there's eleven years between us, and we had one of the same things on our See? top five. See about that. That tells you how shitty they really were. <laughs> that, yes, that solidifies how shitty they were. Overwhelmingly, <laughs> Depeche Mode <laughs> takes home the number one spot. Generations <laughs> agree. Yes. Um. So to let because we hate being so negative all the time. <clears throat> I just pull an audible here. Who did you love musically growing up? Like, who's the one band if you could go see them in concert and they were gone tomorrow? Who is it? You know, the guys at work are going to hear this because they listen to the podcast. What? And Do they really? Oh, absolutely, man. I push y'all like crazy at work. Shout out, cops. Probably a month ago. Even we Eric? Were, I don't know if Eric does or not. I've he told him about it. I think he listened to the first one. You tell that fat fuck you better start listening. He's lost some some weight. He's lost like two pounds. Keep it up, <laughs> man. So we were sitting around one day, just kind of like y'all do here, saying, What's, what would you do this, what that? We say, who would you pay to see in concert, and how much would you pay? Right. I say, well, I'd pay 500 bucks to see Phil Collins. And I shit you not, that afternoon it come out that he was coming to Amelie. And for 160 bucks, I wouldn't pay. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. I would 20 years ago. Phil Collins. Well, see, I didn't get to 20 years ago. Well, I, I know there's that generational gap. Exactly. But in his heyday, absolutely. Oh, Genesis, Phil Collins, oh, that was it. W- w- without a doubt. Absolutely. I completely agree. That'd Why wouldn't you pay one. to see him now? He's have you seen? He's in rough shape. Yeah, he sits like on a stool, but still, well, his he's, talent's he's, he's, there. I'm not, it's, it's, he probably still brings it like no other, but still, it's... He's in rough shape because of his back, his vertebra, or he, he actually had fractured and, and fused vertebras. Dude, he's in rough shape from running for Crockett and Tubbs the entire 80s. Yeah, true. Okay. True. I'm not going to lie. Um, anybody that's out there, uh, his biography, his autobiography, I'm Not Dead Yet, is a really good read, by the way. Um, I can only imagine. Um, is that his tour name, too? I'm Not, di- I'm di- not Dead di- Yet? I'm Not Dead Yet. Tour, that ever yeah. comes out in comic book. <coughs> I'm going to read that shit. Um, so, spoiler, um, I'm going to that concert. <laughs> Are you really? Uh, fuck yeah, I'm going. We want a full report it's on Phil that. Phil Collins, dude. Absolutely. And I we're going we're gonna to get to the 80s music that I loved. Yep. Um, if there was a, any band that I could pay to see... Uh, I have a band that is my favorite band of all time. Right. And, and 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 there is no question in my mind that they are the greatest band ever. Now, a lot of people say that's Led Zeppelin, and I will acknowledge that Led Zeppelin was a damn fine band, but the be- the greatest band that's ever been on the face of the earth is Rush. A lot of people don't like them, and I understand it because they are not a typical band, but when it comes to music and the things that they do with their music and the three guys, I was fortunate. I just got a bug up my ass um, they were coming through on concert, and I said, you know what? I want to go see them. And three days after I went and saw them, they announced that that was their final tour. So I got super lucky. Um, I, would, I, would, I would give you everything I got in my savings account to go see them again. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but I would. Well, it's only, I, it's only 18 I was going to say that's $11 <laughs> for me. <laughs> I'll give All you right. 11 bucks. Right. I would spend that just, I mean, to see Neil Peart play the drums. I would pay five hundred bucks to go see Rush. That for sure. That would be yeah. I mean, I I, I liked Rush, but I, I would I do it for Gen- I would do it for Genesis and I would do it for Floyd. Although Floyd can't happen anymore. So. Right. Middle. Yeah. Right. But it's funny you say that because as I'm staring at your bookshelf, there's books of Rush and Led Zeppelin. So you're not full of shit today. And, and there's a fl- there's a Floyd one there somewhere too. Right is down here, there's a Pink Floyd. Is that? Oh, I thought that was a Kiss CD. <laughs> it's 
I don't need I don't need a coaster right now. I thought that's what that was. <laughs> I'd have to say if I could see and I and I've never got to see them live and it still bugs me to this day. Who? Def Leppard. Oh. Growing up, it was the first cause I'm I'm old as fuck. Pyromania. My first cassette tape was Pyromania. That's a fucking great album. And my uncle, who I just talked about, gave that to me for Christmas with a tape recorder. See, they they they're great, but they're cocky because the drummer's like, "I'm so good, I can play this with one arm behind my back now." <sighs> yeah, it, it's <laughs> that's a horrible it, joke. You right? want to you want to impress me? Juggle. <laughs> now we're talking. I just got one question. When we make love, do you look in the mirror? I, if, duh. How could I not? Okay. Can with, I tell the story? Can with, I tell the story? Because he brought up Def Leppard. Let with, it roll. With, he yeah. brought up Def Leppard. All right. So, drum it out. Oh my God, this is so good. Uh, and and I and I still poke fun at him now. And he he's such a good sport about it. The drummer? No, no, no me. Ash. And I will own this because I was <laughs> singing the shit out of it. At a boy, crushed <laughs> it, nailed it. Did, did, didn't even didn't even bat an eye. So w- when my when I moved back from the Marine Corps, um, it was it was a situation where we weren't prepared for it, uh, cutbacks and shit like that. I w- thought I was going to reenlist. I couldn't reenlist. Blah blah blah. So my wife and I at the time were searching for a, for a place to live, and we ended up living in a mobile home um, for a couple years. Which I'm not I'm not making fun of people living on mobile homes, but <coughs> been there. Nothing have to be shame about. Have to nope. have to. I just have to say that because we had the opportunity. Um, we had a, a family member die, and we bought their house after mm-hmm. they passed. And Ash was helping me move because at the time he had a truck. So we're truck. We're, we had a truck. This better be a good fucking payoff. This yeah, is it was. this <laughs> is a good this is a good payoff. <laughs> so we're coming down I seventy five, coming from USF to DeBrandon, and he's got the windows down and the radio cranked up, and photograph comes on, and he starts going right. Listen, listen, listen. Cornbread. <laughs> I don't want your corn. I looked at him and I said, what the fuck are you singing? And he said, cornbread. I'm like, that's not what he says. He goes, yeah, it is. I said, he's saying photograph. He listens and he goes, yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> hey, <laughs> That made perfect sense. I don't want your damn cornbread. At the top of his lungs, just enjoying life. It was so fucking awesome. In your defense, there's a lot of songs like that. Uh, Air, Air, Big Jet Airliner by Steve Miller. Yeah. I thought it was big old jet had a light on. Yeah, <laughs> and the, there was, it's, it's funny because there was a comedian that does. That's that. a fucking top five list there, my I friend. I don't know what his name is, and I'm not like trying to rip it off or anything like that. But for the longest time, that's what I thought it said. And then there's a comedian that comes out that plays songs and does that for like a yeah. whole bit. And he said the same exact thing. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I could write a thousand page book on lyrics I've screwed up. We all, oh, we all could. But, but so funny. Um, but ever since that, that first cassette tape i ever had i got addicted to it like all of those songs even the songs that weren't played on the radio um there and then hysteria came out which i to me for that to this day hysteria start to finish is probably my all-time favorite album ever it's just women came out on mtv that women that video was it was like animal. a comic book it was rocket animal yeah. co- uh, the uh, love bites there's so many yeah. of them and in ninth grade i had an art class and it was the biggest bitch teacher mrs summers i will never forget that raging whore just the <laughs> worst meanest person you've ever met i had she the same teacher but i think she got married her name was miss sherman she probably married miss yeah, summers she got married exactly um i did my and i was so happy because for like six weeks i worked on like a big m- almost poster sized cover of the cover of hysteria and got an a on it 
Nice. So that was like my big nice. F you to this lady. So here's a here's a little bit of trivia for you. Go. Who sold the most albums in the in the eighties? What what group what band sold the most album in the eighties? God, it was before Michael Jackson got crazy huge. No, uh, Michael Jackson w- had Thriller and and stuff in the eighties. Thriller, 80s. okay. Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't really start getting like kid touching big till the nineties, right? Well, Thriller was when he blew up. Because okay. he had he had he had beat it and and Billy Jean and and Thriller beat it beat Billy Jean. I'm gonna say Def Leppard because we were talking about him. Yeah, Def Leppard was number two. The number number 80s. one Van num- Halen. Number one was Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Bon Jovi. I thought there were more which late, makes sense. later. 80s but that shows you how good because Van ha- or Def Leppard only had three albums in the eighties. They had High and Dry, which was their first one. High and Dry, and they had hit Pyromania. And High and Dry and was my second cassette. And, and Hysteria was delayed so many years because of Rick Allen losing his arm. Right. They they had it all set up, and when it came back, he couldn't play it. So that that got pushed like almost three years, I think it was. That's how good those albums were. They they sold uh, three albums. They sold more albums in the '80s than anybody but Bon Jovi. Yeah, and now I'm probably gonna listen to it on the way home. And I you would. Know what? It's a great this, album. To this day, those some bitches aren't on Spotify. You have to YouTube it. Because Are you sure? They do not have the, all of their... They, Def Leppard is on there, but it's a radio station. Uh, okay. And you'll catch it. You'll yeah. catch those songs. That's got to be licensing and stuff. You know who's like that also on Spotify's heart? Really? Yeah. After all these years? Yeah. Come on, Ann and Nancy. Get your shit together. Well, Ann and Nancy are in, in a war with the record studios is oh, why that's going on. That. But yeah, imagine that. They took away her Twinkies. Yeah. Thanks I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. She, can, she can fucking sing. Thanks for the music war, Lars. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? No, you just wanted to do some uh, pickup lines and yeah, that's that's our bonus feature. You got to hold on for that just a minute. I don't want to. Oh, no, no, no. You know what? You know what? You got to save. You, you go go ahead because you can do yours. Go drop ahead. one. Well, I don't. Okay, I'll drop one. Pickup line or or a well, who gives cheesy a shit? joke? Just do it. Just do one. Were you in the navy? Because I got some semen for you to meet. <laughs> that's rough. Wow. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All you right. Said drop it. Yeah. Nice job. <laughs> Well, I mean, sure did. We were talking about Judas Priest, so yeah. Oh <laughs> damn it, man! <laughs> and if you're confused by that, the lead singer was gay, and nobody knew until like the mid '90s. Yeah. But everybody should have known. Yeah, there was see those chaps that he was wearing. There was all the a time? long time they, they had were this. Ra- they had this ra- radio DJ here in it's Tampa. The equivalent of leaving the back door open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had a radio DJ here in Tampa who did the afternoon drive, and he st- he always called Judas Priest the gay bikers in leather. Always. <laughs> it's hysterical. Not, it's hysterical. not mean. It's no, not it's just fake. fact. It's just fact. It's just fact. All right. You got yeah. another one? So, so what else you got? No, I'll save them for the extra. All right. Okay. Fair enough. So we're going to wrap this up? I think we should wrap this up. You'll, gonna, you'll understand why gonna, when you see our runtime. We, we're going to dismiss this. Yeah, court? that's my fault. I'm sorry, everybody. No, don't. don't. This is this is great, man. We, when we get the guests in, we should go into. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we forced anything. We were podcast, just enjoying man. ourselves. I mean, there's podcasts. Everybody I out half. there, everybody out there is going to be grateful because now they can go to work and go. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some, some, some fun. Guys, straight up, like when you watch the old '80s shows and they needed something to go fast and they would just like double time it and you could tell. That they were just sped it up to make it look fast. That was him running through the house. That's me. All right, so let's uh, wrap this up. But That's I got it. One, I got one last thing for you. I wanna, I wanna hear it. Hey, Greg. Hey, Mike. Did you know that my mama was so fat that when she skips a meal, the stock market drops? <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody else. I'll be the same, baby. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Over. Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. Run! Go!
Rise of the Chopper!